0: Two, three, go.
1: <laughs> hey, it's Aaron Banyan. Timothy Bennett here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to BNB Banter Bros.
0: Our first podcast. As you can tell, this is going great. It's probably
1: what? It's almost one in the morning now, so it's
0: true. Yeah. We're
1: allowed to be a little goofy at this point.
0: I've been drinking. I've almost finished this uh brawler
1: I well, it's a growler. Growlers are smaller.
0: That's what I said, Aram.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I felt the need to correct you on that one. Nobody else can see what the hell you're holding. Don't,
0: don't judge my G's for K, K C's.
1: <laughs> How much of that have you had?
0: <laughs> I, well, you had one glass. I've had everything else. And it's almost empty.
1: Growlers are only like four glasses.
0: 64 ounces.
1: You're 64
0: ounces. Mm-hmm. face. All right. What do we want to talk about? Should we do an introduction of who we are? And
1: yeah, we can definitely do that. as well get that out of the way. Dr. Phil. <laughs> I've never watched Dr.
0: Phil, so I don't know how to do that one. And apparently, he's a real doctor, so... <clears throat> yeah, whatever. He's worth like $400 million, so... <laughs> yeah. All right, Aram, tell us about yourself. Who are you?
1: Ah, uh, well, I mean, I've grown up... I've lived in... Oh, no, I'm going to
0: stop you right there. I said, who are you? Now... Where'd you come from? Ugh. All of it. Say your name first. Like an AA meeting. I already, I
1: already introduced myself, and well.
0: there's only two of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to get confused. All
0: right, fine. Continue.
1: <laughs> so, I work now as a chef in a local restaurant.
0: Oh, you just skipped. You you started telling me well, where you were from. Christ a cracker. <laughs> 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 where, where where are you from? How'd you get here? I grew up...
1: Okay, <laughs> God damn it, I grew up in Manchester, New Hampshire until uh, I was about 14. So I was about right. And then I moved out here just in time to start high school. And I've lived out here ever since. Uh, here in St. Cloud? Yeah. Uh, I took a year to go to college up in Moorhead, which was a huge waste of time. Because chicks don't give it out that way uh, not for lack of me trying <laughs> I just I wasn't very good at it at that point I'm still not very good at it I mean, <laughs> lucky I found the girl I have so <laughs> uh, but yeah so I work as a chef in a local restaurant uh, I have a five year old son and I guess there's not much else really deep about me which is sad in and of itself but I've known Tim for, what did we discuss,
0: five years now, something like that? Somewhere between five and ten, at least. <laughs> uh, at least.
1: feels <laughs> like 137.
0: I, I've been up here for at least ten years, but I think the first year or two that I was up here, we didn't know each other, so.
1: That sounds about right. It's probably about eight seems years. Seems uh, What would, would put you at, 2010,
0: living up here? I, I don't fucking know.
1: Well, if you've been up here for 10 years, <laughs> it's 2020. I honestly Simple math would tell me.
0: You're the math person. Numbers and me don't get along. <sighs> right. I don't. I barely get along with myself, so. <laughs> but, so yeah. Yeah, because so. we, we met through Devin.
1: Yep. yep. Our buddy Devin, who originally worked with me at another restaurant. And then he and I, so how Tim and I met... Was, so this will be I a wish lot. De-
0: I wish Devin was here to tell the story. I, yeah. feel like, I feel like he remembers a lot better than, than well, we, we were. We were both we drinking re- more than he was. Yeah.
1: Um Yeah. But yeah, so Devin and I were supposed to go disc golfing or something. I think disc golfing.
0: Yeah, we disc golfing. We had, that's what we gym. ended up
1: doing. I just did, couldn't remember if that's what we were actually supposed to do. But yep. he called me up like an hour or so before he was supposed to show up at my place. Yep. And he's like, oh, do you mind if my buddy Tim comes? It's his birthday. I was like. Was it first? my birthday? I think it was your birthday. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, roundabout's there. I think, I because think, I think what happened later was your birthday gift. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I said. I remember that part. <laughs> yeah, you would. Uh, so, yeah, I said, that's fine. I I don't know how the hell he thought I was going to say no to somebody's birthday and be like, no let him celebrate on his own. (laughs) But so Tim, Tim rolled up and I got in the back seat and I think it was, I can't even remember what song was playing, but I was like, automatically like, I know this band. And it was my iPod. Yeah. Tim was blaring something. and I was like, I recognized it. And Tim was like, no shit. And, (laughs) and that was like the start of a friendship. Yep.
0: (laughs) Three seconds into our relationship. And we already knew we were best friends.
1: We had essentially phased Devin out, even though he was in the front seat. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and he's the one that introduced us. <laughs> uh, yep. And we stopped off, picked yeah. up, what was it, like a 32-pack? Well, first something? of all, I do remember this. First of all, we drove to a place where you thought was a liquor store. And it apparently used to be a liquor store. It's been closed for quite a few years. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't drink a lot. I'm <laughs> right. sorry. So then we had, to, yeah, I don't I don't really remember how we picked up beer, but we eventually picked up a 24 case of like Michelin, I think it was Nickel Light, yeah. so like you know yellow yep. water. Yep. And um, and then what happened?
1: So we go out to the disc golf park in St. Joe. In yep. St. Joe, yeah. So we proceed to start. Well, Tim and I start guzzling beers. Yep. Uh, Devin is. Uh, a lightweight
0: In better terms a pansy.
1: Yeah, he was a lightweight then. As far as I understand, he's still a lightweight now. Um, so we got about. I don't even think we. I think we maybe got halfway through the course. Um, Tim was double fist beers. <laughs> I was just slamming him back. Uh, and then we got back to the car at, after the ninth hole, and Tim t- Tim took a phone call. I was. I, I want to preface what I'm going to say next with the f- the idea that I had had a corn dog that day, and that was the only thing I'd eaten. Tim is taking a call. This is where things get hazy for me because <laughs> the beers had started to kick in. Um, uh,
0: I it, I believe I was double fisting the entire time that we were playing. You
1: were, you were, you were double had, fisting, but dude, like, but I
0: also was carrying the backpack yeah, full of beer too. So
1: I was just knocking them back. quicker like because i tend to drink quicker
0: uh but
1: yeah so i i'm feeling pretty pretty good at this point tim gets a call i don't hear any of the call other than (laughs) tim closing his flip phone and saying we gotta go (laughs) and devin's like what's happening and devin's confused i can barely pay attention um and so Tim reveals that he got a call from some, was it some girl or some girls? Like was, uh, it was one girl. One girl. Yep. One girl that he knew that wanted to hook up with him that night. And he so he decided he wanted to get some tail. It was like, it was time to go. Uh, I couldn't fault him for it. I, not that I was uh, coherent enough to at that point
0: um <laughs> i remember spe- speeding out of that place we uh, we had like
1: what do we have like one or two beers left Well, and like, so
0: what was i i do remember that i had just popped open two of them mm-hmm. and so there's at least three beers that were open and right. i think what the idea was was each of us was gonna have a final drink before we got in the car devin's bitch ass couldn't fucking take right? it right and so did uh, i drink his too but i think so i think i finished mine because I don't condone this, especially <laughs> not anymore. But I had way more beers than I should have for driving. Right. <laughs> that was, oh yeah, for sure. I was definitely uh, should not have been driving. But it was it was it was water. Come on, this is flavored water. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but yeah, I do remember. Yeah, we had like three beers open. I think you chugged two of them because I was like, I, we have to go. <laughs> yeah,
1: usually yeah, we man. had to go, and I just snatched it out of Devin's <laughs> hand or something. I like was like, we gotta go. But uh. Tim proceeded to speed back to my place.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you were and I you was were in I, the I was just toppling around in the back the seat. Tub, you just flopped to this to see flop back on the other side. You slid back and forth like <laughs>
1: I'm a very easygoing person, so I go with yeah. momentum. That's why if you ever put me if I'm drunk and you ever like push me in a certain direction, I'll just going. start
0: walking. That's where you're going.
1: Like I move with momentum. Um but yeah, so we get back to my apartment uh, complex. Tim's like ready to go. But Devin, he had a, elects, <laughs> Devin had to take a leak and elects to get me back to my apartment because <laughs> I am beyond incoherent at this point. Uh, so he, he gets me back to my apartment and I quickly black out. This
0: is four oh o'clock god. in the afternoon. Yep. By the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you were supposed to go to I think Ch- uh, Chelsea's parents for dinner. No, or something? we
1: were supposed to go for like a, a, a picnic or something like that. Oh god. And yeah. I started black. Like she was mad that
0: I showed up this shit house. <laughs> oh, oh, make it even better though. Is- is is <laughs> Devin right. had to take a piss. So Devin's then,
1: dopey ass walking in with me, just smiling broadly because he didn't know any fucking
0: better. Yup. And this is like the first time, or at least maybe the second time that Chelsea met Devin. Yeah. And, uh... She didn't even know you were with. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't know who I was at the time. Nope. And, uh, you come in stolen and drunk. Devin's like, oh, I, gotta, I gotta use your restaurant? And takes a piss and then bales, leaves you hanging with I'm, the a motherfucker. Got lost <laughs> in my hallway, I don't know how, but he did. Uh, and uh, yeah, then then you ended up having to deal with Chelsea that the yep. rest of it, you when you face. Right? I uh,
1: apparently, I started spouting, like, she was like, We were one of to our picnic, and <laughs> and I was like, Well, we'll just have a picnic here, and I'm like. <laughs> I can't remember why what I mean, other than the fact that I was just yeah. sloppily drunk, like I can't remember why we couldn't go on the picnic. i, I for the life of me, I can't remember if it had we got up I can't remember if it had gotten dark or what there was another uh, reason why we couldn't go on the picnic, but I was like, we'll just do it on the coffee table. <laughs> and I mean, I'd like to say I was trying to be proactive. Uh, um, yeah. right. I mean, she was kind of pissed rightfully, so but oh,
0: she, I mean, can't hate her on that one. <laughs>
1: right, yeah, I've got. Makes I can't even blame. Like I was supposed to just go out for like an hour or two, right. go disc golf, and come home and have like a nice picnic.
0: <laughs> I come home like an hour
1: and a half later, just shit house, smelling like Christian Slater. Oh God, I think
0: I. The, the, I don't
1: think I've been sicker than that day.
0: It's all that light domestic beer. Oh, that's why I don't like, drink that shit anymore. I
1: like. Uh, I was like dry heaving at one point, and <laughs> oh, like because I had nothing. Bad. I had a corn dog, so like everything, uh, that, all the beer I th- I threw up. The
0: I came out with it, I'm sure. And <laughs> well, <laughs> so there's nothing less. But you're not a big drinker to begin with, so it's not like you... You, you don't spend a lot of time drinking <clears throat> or anything. And I had previously come from my last place I was living, like in the last place I was working. I was working in a restaurant, Joe Sensor's, and I was essentially drinking a 12-pack of beer, like, a night. So like, I almost had time to practice. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's, that's exactly it. So, like... I was feeling fine, and I probably put way more than anybody else there, but I felt fine. Right. And then somebody who doesn't drink... I'd like to say I held my own. Yeah, well, you totally... Better than Devin, yeah. <laughs> but that's my point. Yeah. Is like, you I hold my drink. liquor well. Even six beers in, you probably were like, oh shit, this is probably a mistake, but you kept—you probably kept hashing it out. Yeah. Uh, I think Devin only had three beers. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think he only had and three. Then and then I, don't, then I don't even know w- if that
0: counts the, the one that you took from him. I remember
1: you... <laughs> yeah. and w- do we only have, like, a couple left by the time we left the, the
0: park? Probably. So if we bought a 24 case, I easily put away half of that. Right. <laughs> and you probably put away six of it. Yep. So... i probably lean towards more than six. Probably. But, uh, I I swear to God, definitely. I'm not anyway. keep,
1: I'm not keeping score by any no, stretch. Like, no,
0: no. But my whole point was... Um, I shouldn't have been driving, (laughs) but uh, my whole
1: point was I'd had a corn dog that day. (laughs) I'm allowed to be drunk.
0: So the the, the sad thing is, is Chelsea for like the longest time after this, like like uh, probably a year that into our friendship already. Oh, at least she had no idea that I was even involved in that situation. She thought Devin was
1: to blame the whole time. (laughs) She
0: hated Devin for the longest time. So mad at him, still does. purely out of principle because, well, he showed his face there with you. I was like, his
1: dopey ass just showed up, didn't know uh, any better.
0: Yep, that was great. That's how, that's how our friendship Yeah, <laughs> that's,
1: that's how brotherhoods are made.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, that's like the story of like a, fr- like a frat house, like a fraternity or...
1: No good story ever started with a salad.
0: <laughs> nope, it started with a corn dog and a beer. Yeah. Ah, uh, yep. Ah, uh. Well we had, skipped. Like we skipped Jeep over Jeep. your
1: intro. So
0: what am I sp- Oh my intro. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I'm Timothy Bennett. Um I am the handsome one of the group. Definitely. That's a lie. Um What oh, where am I from? Like
1: I don't know. You made me go through I, a whole I spiel, so
0: I, I lost track. I got so caught up in our, our <laughs> You made me start out where I grew up. <laughs> Okay. Like, so yeah, so I'm I I'm, I'm I was born in Cedar Falls, Iowa. I am an Iowan and I hated it. Um so as soon as you I love l- the corn. Well yeah, corn's well, Iowa's fantastic corn. All right. He Iowa's is, like the breadbasket and corn capital and pig capital of the United States. It's three out of everything. I've every been every a corn. I I was raised corn corn fed, yet I'm only like uh, well, I'm, I'm not that fat. Um Okay, so I was born in Cedar Falls, Iowa, which is next to Waterloo. It's pretty much like the suburbs. It's like our Wake Park and Sock Rapids to St. Cloud kind of thing. And uh, I moved all around Iowa my entire life. Um, moved up here in 2001. And uh, then I lived in Buffalo for. Well, the majority, I like to call Buffalo my hometown. That's where I, like, went to high school and stuff from eighth grade to at least until I was, like, 23, <laughs> 23 or 24, so, like, mm-hmm. 14 to 23, 24, I lived in Buffalo. And Nine then, or ten uh, years? And then I kind of moved around a little bit, uh, ended up going to school for uh, music or, like, audio engineering at uh, MMI, uh, Minneapolis Media Institute, and I wa- it was a 16-month program, and I wanted to continue to go to school, but my work, I was working at Joe Sensors at the time, and my work and my school classes, they clashed, and I yep. couldn't make it work, and so... Um, and since it was like a specialty school, like this is all they had. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like it wasn't like I could take different classes. This is what I was, this is what I was supposed to take. Mm -hmm. And I was on my third semester and halfway through or not even halfway through like, like the first two weeks of my third semester, um, some student loan company that I was going through decided to back out of the school. Just entirely back out of school, and that was the only one I was eligible for. So I ended up having to drop out because I couldn't can continue it. And my mom did everything she could. She had me move up here just so I can continue to go to school. Sure. So like that's how I ended up in Saint Cloud. Was I was trying to go to school, but then I didn't. I, my work schedule didn't work out, so I moved up here to Saint Cloud. Lived with my mom for a little bit. And I think I was like twenty five, um, and then. Um, and then I ended up having to drop out like a couple weeks later. (laughs) Damn. So, and then I've been trapped here ever since, essentially.
1: What is about Saint Cloud? It just like gets its hooks
0: in you. Like you end up not leaving. Yeah, it's it's a black hole. Terrible. And I mean, I never wanted. I've always hated Saint Cloud. The only thing I've liked about Saint Cloud was. The quarries. That's the only thing I ever made my way up here for, was my mom and the quarries, And I took the quarries over my, my mother 90% of the time. But... Uh, you can't jump off your mom. <laughs> Not in mean, this you state. Could. She wouldn't appreciate it, but I mean... Not in this state. That's illegal. <laughs> Not saying I would anyway. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um, but yeah, like... This is uh, far more detailed than mine. Like... <laughs> But I ended up uh, working at Chipotle. I got a job at Chipotle here in St. Cloud, like right off the bat, because I had a friend of mine back then. He was one of my best friends named Joe, who his wife, who's now ex wife, um, worked at Chipotle in Elk River as a manager. And she was like, she put in a big word for me and got me the job. I was pretty much hired before I even applied. And I still had to go through all that application, you know, that three processes oh, and yeah. stuff. But I guess uh, I got the job from everybody else because there was one girl who was a manager there who thought I was hot. And that's why she, we, apparently I, I got the job. And then she started to hate me because I was a dick. <laughs> I was an asshole back then. And, uh, it all comes to light. Yeah, and uh, but really, she says I was a dick, but I think she was just she was just a bitch. I think that <laughs> she's just mad because you weren't attracted to her too, probably. That's very true. That's very true. Um, and I worked at Chipotle with Devin, and Devin, my very first night working at Chipotle, Devin showed me how to clean bathrooms, <laughs> and uh, essentially, Devin and I start talking about music a little bit, and. We started talking about Bone Thugs, and I, how I like yeah. Bone Thugs and Harmony and Tech Nine, and he's like, oh, "I know both of those." <laughs> and then he told me I should talk to this other guy that we worked with, but I think really what it was is Devin was cleaning most of the time while I was talking because I had already finished my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. He's like, "Why do you have to show me how to clean bathrooms?" I've, I. I, I fucking six years older it's, than you I've it's had cl- it's cleaning bathrooms I right? need to be shown not to mention I did three times better job and I still to this day am way more clean than most people I know so yeah I'm kind of it's OCD true. about that little inner about my cleaning um Kaylee hates me for it <laughs> but uh yeah and because of Devin and I's re- relationship I've pretty much been his life coach you're in a job I don't know. I, I, I do what I can. I mean, I guess you're not doing a horseshit job. He's just a terrible student. Yes. Yes, I, I exactly. I mean, I'm pretty proud of where he's come from now, but there's still a big part of me that just goes, what the fuck, now? Get your shit together.
1: <laughs> you put in, like, an A-plus a education, and he maybe worked himself up to, like, a C-minus. Which is passing.
0: It's passing. It's passing.
1: It's passing but...
0: Still a C-minus. He's no honor student. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to get that honor roll. But, yeah, I don't know. And then uh, eventually I left Chipotle because as a manager I got tired of the bullshit that, that I was dealing with. And um, well, Devin got you a job over at Boulder, yep. which was right across the street. Yep. Um, and he got pissed because he was there for my interview because Gates... <laughs> He got me the job, but like he sat with me while I did the interview, I guess place
1: is wicked professional,
0: yep, and I think uh at the time I think devin was getting like eight eight bucks or something yeah, he was getting he was getting like
1: the bottom of the barrel pay
0: and uh I was hired on as nine dollars nine fifty i think mm. nine or nine fifty, which was <laughs> obviously higher than him right and uh <laughs> He got so pissed about it, and then uh, I remember started working, and just like at Chipotle, I quickly rose to the top. Right. <laughs> Within like the first week, I went from fryers to burgers, <laughs> and uh, he got pissed about it because he hadn't even done burgers yet, <laughs> he's been there for like three months. I would run burgers, and I was I was
1: terrified of the idea of him coming down <laughs> to do burgers.
0: Yeah, because you 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 essentially you trained me on burgers. You hmm. essentially taught me burgers. Um, because I haven't really had any work before then with, um, with, with that kind of produce yeah. or that kind of product. Like, uh, I have worked in like, you know, sensors and, and space aliens. Um, I worked at, uh, uh, Quiznos. I worked at a space aliens for like three weeks. Yeah. The one here oh. yeah. in St. Cloud. Oh, I worked at one of the uh, straight Algarville. garbage place. Uh, I worked with Albertville the only good thing about Space Aliens at Albertville was uh, there was a lot of hot servers and I had worked with two cooks who were hot the
1: one I worked at Everyone was kind of sleeping with everybody else. Yeah. And that's the restaurant I'm, business. I'm glad that I didn't really stick around that place because, like, I would have caught something at some right. point. Not even of my own volition. Like, it just would have, like,
0: happened. Right. <laughs> no, that that's the restaurant business, though. Like, I think it's just, yeah, everybody's sleeping with, <clears throat> everybody's sleeping with everybody. I mean, well, I, I made a mistake when I was at Chipotle. my <laughs> My experience is only, that's only been true of two places.
1: When I worked at Space Aliens and when I worked at Granite City... Both places I didn't work at for very long, but like, it was very clear <laughs> that I was on the outside of a group of people were, that knew each other very well.
0: Yep, you weren't a part of the part of the popular crowd,
1: right? <laughs> T- turns out the cooks were slinging more than burgers at those places. Well, slinging that
0: dick. I I fooled around at Chipotle a lot. My bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And then I went to Boulder, and I didn't sleep with a single freaking person for the two years that I was there. Although there were several times I could have and probably should have. I don't know, man. I I mean, if
1: stupid was an STD, you'd have gotten it real
0: bad there. I remember a couple of them that I definitely... And then the one time I did, she turned out to be a five-stage cleaner. Like, Hillary... Hillary... Who was, like, my work wife Mm. um, back then, which I don't know why that was a thing, but just, I don't know.
1: Because we both knew that if you two had been single at the
0: same time, you'd have been together. Right, probably, I don't know. Uh, But Hillary, oh, my gosh, she got fucking pissed one day when this chick that I did sleep with, like, a night or two before, it was a drunken thing, too. Um, And I put that in quotes because... I don't know if it was me drunk or her drunk, and I just was like, let's take it kind of thing, or, like, I don't really know what happened. server. Even, I don't know her name. Fantastic. <laughs> she yeah. wasn't that important. Um, but I, I, don't know, I ended up sleeping with her, and then she came in and started drinking one night, and I was working, and she came back, and she kept harassing me, like, <laughs> talking to me and wanting to <laughs> hug me and touch me. And she tried to kiss me, and <laughs> Hillary came out of the office like a fucking bull in a china shop <laughs> and told her to server to get the fuck out of the kitchen, to get off her man. <laughs> and, I, and I fucking, I just, I loved it. I loved it so much at the time, but I was like, all right, I gotta go back to work. I'm
1: going to flip this burger now.
0: Right? <laughs> but, yeah, and that's how we met. That's pretty yeah. much how we met. It was uh, because of Devin. Yep. Small circle, but because of Devin, yep. Yeah, we, uh, I think,
1: well, that was probably, like, what, like, a week before you started at Boulder, too?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it was.
1: I think we even said in the car, like, oh, and Devin's like, oh, yeah, he's gonna start at Boulder next week. I was like, oh, cool.
0: (laughs) Yep. And it was shortly after that, uh, my ex-girlfriend, my high school girlfriend, I think my first love, came up and had lunch, and you sat with us. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. You sat with us, and then everybody in the kitchen, um. Came out and raided her. <laughs> Everybody, including Gates. Creepy old bastard.
1: Walking sexual harassment suit that guy Oh, was.
0: my God. Oh, he had a big heart, though. He's, he's not a bad guy. He's, he's, he's not a bad guy. He's just misguided. He was also going through some shit, though.
1: But he's, he's always going through some true. shit. I mean, it's kind of stuff he does to himself.
0: Yeah, that's true. He does put himself in a position. Um, I don't know. Anyway, that's that's our story. Right.
1: In so, a roundabout
0: way, yeah. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I guess if you want to know what we're about on this podcast, uh, our kind of idea is like me and Aaron, since we've known each other, me and Aram, what, like, how old are you? You're what, 36? I just turned 36. Yeah. So. so, and I'm 33. I just turned 33 in May. We're both May, May birthdays. We're both Tauruses. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I think we're like less than a week. Well, we're like a week apart. I think of like that, or maybe twelve days. Yeah, fifteenth. Yeah, you're the third. Ten days. Because mine's ten days. Think of mine, mile. Yours is fifteenth. So ten yeah. days later. Um But Rob might have been the third. That might have been him.
0: see him any person.
1: Yeah, Rob was the other man at Boulder. Like it was the three of us within like the first two weeks of oh. May had had birthdays.
0: Yeah, I I remember Rob. Good guy. I don't know if I miss him or not, but I remember him. Yeah, Sometimes I
1: miss him, but so it's not really because of like any like thing truly that he did. He was just funny to listen to.
0: You know, he's a good kid. He's a good yeah. kid. I think he's. I think he's a manager at
1: Red Lobster now. Is he? I think that's he's what he's doing. good for him. Him and Corey but are still good. I see pictures yeah, of that. Yeah, I
0: was just gonna say. Last time I heard, I ran into Corey at DB's one drunken night. Of her drunkenness, not mine. <laughs> and she said that to her and Rob were together.
1: But she just posted pictures on our Facebook a month or two ago. They went to
0: fucking Alaska. Yeah.
1: For whatever reason. So I've been
0: together for at least three years, huh? Four yeah. years? Yeah, they're still going strong, it sounds like. Longer so. than me and Kaylee. We have a kid together. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I have a kid, too. He's He just turned one. Uh, his birthday's May. May 22nd. But, yeah, he, uh, he just turned one. I wasn't one. lucky enough to get my kid's birthday in May. <laughs> oh, no. Liam's <laughs> is what? September 21st. That's way too close to September 11th. sorry. I
1: had to make something good happen around that time.
0: No, I... Don't be mad at me, but I kind of forgot that I'm supposed to be his godfather.
1: You know, it's it's one of those things we did, and it's not... Because Chelsea and I aren't exactly into the church, it's not something we're really, like... Heavy into, yeah. Hold so like, strong we on just too. like the idea of like him having a godfather. Like that's why we made Katie, you, Steph, and John all his godparents. But
0: well, he's got two sets. So I was just say, if anything, we're all family people, so we all have kids now, and yep. And uh, yeah, I guess he'd be raised right, right, <laughs> or at least as raised. He'd could. be raised. He'd be raised right. Might be corn fed. No, <laughs> if you can uh, get him to eat
1: corn. I can't get him to eat corn. No? Well, uh, no, I take that. He'll eat corn. It's like, other shit I can't get him to eat. Like what? Carrots? Whatever he
0: fucking chooses that day. I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have a kid. I have a son. I love being a father. Um, I don't know. I think that's everything I have to say about uh, me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love being a father, too, but... Uh, I definitely have my moments where I feel like I was probably more cut out to be an uncle.
0: Uh, well, um, Liam is what, five? He just turned five? He'll be six or in September, be... yeah. So yeah. he's about five and a half. So there's quite an age difference, too. Yeah.
1: I mean... And it's, and it's it's one of those things that, you know, he's my only son, so I mean... Well, my only child, I should say. <laughs> um, <laughs> my only child, so I mean, I, you know, there's a lot of things where, like, I'm doing them kind of... T- and don't understand necessarily what I'm doing, so know frustration creeps in things like that i mean mm-hmm. sometimes you know you kind of look at it and be like oh, maybe i would have just been better off hanging out with other
0: people's kids right and not having one of my own but
1: to be fair or to be completely
0: honest i wouldn't trade him for the world so see and i i haven't quite gotten to that position in my uh fatherhood yet where i feel like oh i could have done things better so far i think i'm doing fucking fantastic <laughs> killing it <laughs> but uh i also i think it's kind of like my perspective of things i mean we're two different people so we have two different views and and we have had two different lifestyles and i was raised differently than you and all this stuff and so like essentially i think it's just the way that i perceive the way i want to raise him it's it's different um well yeah it's obviously not bad also
1: there's like four years of like other bullshit that yeah. Liam pulls, right? That you haven't had to. Experience I haven't had to yet. deal
0: with that yet, and that's exactly why. That's what I'm getting. At. I haven't quite reached that point of fatherhood where like I can compare to you because you've got right. four years ahead of me. Like so far, some of the biggest things that I feel frustrated with when it comes to Wesley is it's not Wesley's fault; it's mine. Right. I get more pissed off the fact that I'm getting pissed about him making a mess. Yeah. Like, when he's eating his food, I'm like, why are you making it all of your face? Right. And I'm like... For sure. But it's because as an adult, as a grown 33-year-old man... You find yourself expecting a one-year-old to act like a fucking adult, <laughs> and then
1: you go, what the hell is the matter with it's me? It's not
0: that I expect him to. I don't want to clean up after him. <laughs> so I'm like, just don't make a mess, and I don't have to clean up after you because there's more work I have to do. Essentially, that's how I feel but I, I know better and that's why I get pissed at myself for being mad. I I find myself
1: at mo- many times and like, you know, we watch our one-year-old niece and it's the same problem with her. Like I find myself expecting these children to be reasonable. No. And there's no reasoning with these
0: kids, especially when like, they start talking. Right. And you try to rationalize with them. Yeah. They're like they're like they don't understand what you're saying. You don't understand what they're saying. So You've just, re- like, you've just reached a perfect point well, of like connection,
1: and, and it's You're harder, both confused. <laughs> and it's a little harder with Liam because he's on the spectrum and he has, he's he's so he's still behind speech wise. Like, you know, our doctors have been telling us for like a year or two now. Like, you should be able to understand like most of what he's saying. Like, nah, we still have trouble. And you know, and he's getting better, but there's still points where I'm like you got to say that again for me, bud. Yeah. Like, does and he, you
0: know, he can't communicate some things that he does wants. He mumble? Does he mumble a lot? Uh, I had noticed when I was over there, he, he tends to mm, like talk too quickly. And he yeah, humbles. he talks very quick and he doesn't,
1: he has no way of like no evening say. out like how he's talking. So like, he'll go from talking very loud to like kind of a whisper. And it's like, buddy, you can't trail off on me like that. I need to, like, hear the whole sentence. Otherwise, I'm not going to know what's going on. Right. And then he gets mad because he's
0: like, well, this is what I said. I'm like, okay, well, I didn't hear you. Like, <laughs> you know what's funny about that, though, it's probably the same shit that you get from Chelsea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it seems I, to be the like same thing. I can imagine that it's the same thing because
1: it's like, you know, if I'm saying something and, like, I'm doing something at the same time, I'm not paying attention to what I'm actually saying to you. Right. Like, you're going to get whatever comes out,
0: and that's it. Kaylee, Kaylee, just, oh, my God. She she gets so frustrated with me because she'll be talking to me. She'll, like, almost have, like, a two or three-minute conversation while I'm watching TV. I have no idea that she's talking to me <laughs> because she just so randomly talks or says stuff, and she doesn't let me know that she's trying to talk to me. She just randomly starts talking and expecting me I'm like, oh, what would you say And she's like, you didn't hear anything I just said I've been talking to you for three minutes.
1: The bigger uh, issue I always have had is that Chelsea will jump back into conversations we had like hours before <laughs> and expects me to understand what's going on.
0: oh, I thought it was like that was so yesterday. Why did like, you bring that shit and, up again? And it, it, it's not <laughs> like
1: she just eases into it; she jumps back into the middle mm-hmm. of the conversation. And I'm like,
0: it's like you're in the middle of a fight, like six hours ago, and, and I, she goes right back to eleven. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I've literally stopped her. And be like, what is happening right now? Yep. And she's like, we were just talking about this, like three hours ago. Right. And she's like, well, yeah. I was like, okay, I moved on. <laughs> yeah. I'm not stuck there. Like <laughs> you can't expect me to hold up everything else. And she's like, well and, and her bigger complaint is like, well, her you know, her friend Katie would understand. I'm like, okay, well I'm not Katie. <laughs>
0: right. Her yeah. brain
1: works the way yours works. Mine doesn't. <laughs>
0: yeah. What's that what's that saying? Uh feathers of a bird? Birds of a feather flock there together. Go. There you go. I mean it makes sense. It's true. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I, luckily enough, I don't quite have that. Um, Kaylee never brings shit up that we talked about, like, six hours ago. She just talks to me, and I have no idea if she's talking to me or not. And, like, it's not even <laughs> so arguments. It gets my attention. That's my, really what it is.
1: It's not even arguments. I would actually probably understand better if they were arguments. Mm-hmm. This is innocuous conversations. <laughs> like, about everyday garbage yep. that we may have said something about, and then, like
0: three hours later oh yeah this that night thing what what yep no i i definitely don't have that i'm 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 sorry you have to go through that
1: (laughs) and i don't i don't respond well to being confused i'm like an animal (laughs) like i get really upset really quick (laughs) when i'm confused
0: i've seen you uh at boulder i've i've seen you get confused with uh servers and it's oh, it's Christ. not it actually it, it's a borderline of like are you stupid and what the fuck is this so it's pretty much the same thing you're right. confused of why is this is happening yeah at the time it's happening like in the middle why of why is this a problem why are you bringing this shit in like this or right. whatever you know um, and I've my bigger, you do. my
1: bigger issue has always been the fact that I told I told those servers so many times yeah. don't do it this way. And do I, it s- anyway. I swear to Christ, one of these days, one of those days, I almost came to the point where I almost grabbed one of them and just started rubbing their nose on the ticket.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> don't Bad do server. it
1: anymore.
0: Bad sir, You know, it never works for dogs. I've had several dogs in my life. You never rubbed their nose in their own stuff. It Well, I never understood it. it I asked. can't say that. If you did it with shit, if they shat somewhere in the house and you're like, don't do this, and you rubbed it in your nose maybe they might get the, you know, like the understanding. But then you have to clean up twice the amount of a mess. Because then you have to clean up what's on their floor, and then you have to clean up the dog, and nobody wants to do that, so they don't do that. But when rubbing their nose in the urine, I don't think it made a difference. The dog just gets his face wet. The dog's willing to do shit like that anyway. Right. But then again, there's two sides of it. Why is the dog urinating or shitting in the house? Are you not letting this dog out? Right. And if you're gone for eight hours, do not let the dog out. Before you leave and when you come home, right? Like a dog, for the most part, should be able to hold its bladder for eight hours, I guess. I mean, well, I mean, either
1: that or you gotta be like Gates, where you had to go let your dogs out for you know five and a half hours on,
0: on your break, right? Know your animals, I guess. I mean, but that's that's here, <laughs> <your, that's laughs> those are
1: other stories which we can get into at a later date. Right. <laughs> um
0: yeah i don't know i guess we should probably tell people what our podcast like, yeah, we've, is about we've, we just kind of went on a tangent woven
1: right? through so many subjects uh but yeah so i mean essentially the big thing uh with us is i mean we love we're we're lovers of art uh music film books cooking uh, I mean, we don't delve in heavy into you know painting and sculpting and stuff. I mean, it's not that we don't like it; we just don't delve too far into those. Right. I mean, I, um, I love ceramics. I just yeah. can't afford it. Like, I mean, I you know I love to look at paintings, but I mean, yeah, it's one of those I things. That, like, I can't
0: sit forever and look right. at it. I've been staring at my beautiful painting behind you for this entire time. Well,
1: at least I know where your concentration is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well, because I, I, I the one mistake I made on this painting and it just haunts me. Oh God. Everything else about the painting is fantastic, except for... We're going to
1: have to post a picture of this fucking painting now so people right. can see it. It's
0: just this one little thing. This this one little thing I fucked up on, and I just can't get over it.
1: Don't tell them. Make them find it themselves. Right.
0: Other than that, I love the painting. <laughs> it's, it's one of the few paintings I've done that I'm extremely, extremely proud of, because it's my own pure doing, meaning it's like it's it's my own... It's original It's a dope art. painting. Like, I like it a lot.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's really good. Um, but yeah, so I mean what I we're call gonna, it fire and water? <laughs> <laughs> we'll post it on the website at some point you might be able to buy your own print. There you go uh, But essentially what we're gonna talk about is you know movies, books, uh, music, I think
0: food,
1: food, I mean
0: culture and yeah, we're
1: gonna try we're gonna do some stuff to try and give our takes on the movies philosophy. we've already seen. we may move into movies that we haven't seen and try to give our takes on it, see where Mm -hmm. we go. Same thing with, you know, we may, we'll probably start reading some books here. We'll do, each week we'll do a few chapters and kind of go over how we're feeling about the book.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, The biggest thing, so the biggest thing about me and Aaron is we've always had a cultural interest. We we both grew up in the 90s and we both have a nostalgic feeling for 90s stuff, essentially, because... Most of the people that we worked with were either like way too young, which was 90% of the people, and then that that 10% of people that we worked with either didn't have the same interests as we did and they may be similar age, or they were older and they were lost causes to begin with um, because we grew up in the 80s. um, (laughs) But essentially me and Aram just connected on a lot of the similar stuff that had to deal with late 80s and early 90s and stuff like that um yeah. but movie wise for sure for like, sure movie wise you know. but you know uh um, movies we
1: mo- we remember fondly as children oh my goodness
0: yeah we 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 need to do a seg segue like or a segment that's uh, has to do with like 90s nostalgic oh
1: yeah for sure
0: um everything about the 90s that we remember that we loved yeah for it. sure for sure <laughs> but uh we also are big fans of Like film, we love movies, Um, and some of the films that I, you know, I love and stuff. You also connected to, and we we used to talk about that stuff. Uh, You've always appreciated my paintings and my artwork, and I think that's kind of one thing that you've always appreciated the arts in general. Yeah, even though you, you say yourself, you're not very artistic. Although you're really good at hemp. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay to be like hemp.
1: I, I, I'm okay at hemp. You made me a
0: couple bracelets back in the day. I I
1: am appreciative of anything people create. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Like I can appreciate the the ability to be creative. Yeah. Um, I wish that I had more outlets for it. Um, personally speaking, like I, there are not a lot of them come easily to me. I think writing was the closest. Writing writing and food. Since I'm a chef, oh, are probably the food, two sure. that like come easiest to me. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, those are probably uh, you know I like to say I wish I could draw better. I wish you know all those things. I also never really applied myself, so there was the other part of it. I, I didn't practice. Same same son I didn't. of a bitch. It, you know, and it, it's one of those things that, like, I I'll say it up front. Like the reason I don't play any instruments, even though I wanted to and made attempts, I was never raised with. I was never raised with the discipline to make myself do it. It's tough. Um, it was one of those things that just it wasn't something that was preached in my family. Uh, my family was very much, you know, don't do it if you don't want to do it, and. Like I've met your dad, and that's definitely
0: not what he was. Well, would say. I also
1: <laughs> didn't. I didn't grow up with my dad. Like I grew
0: up on my mom's side of the family, and not to not to, to you know well, talk the, bad about the, the king two. F- or the anything. two
1: families are are very <laughs> very different if you look at them like separately. Um, so king, it's a if you're listening, to, I'm sorry. <laughs> you probably will at some point, but um, but yeah. So I mean economics maybe. he was an
0: economics guy isn't he yeah right yeah, yeah. so he was he was, a, he was pre law uh, and
1: had to go into something that was from there so it was either become a lawyer or become an economist and
0: they're both horrible <laughs> i you know <laughs> what it's makes it, what's what's the difference other than you're dealing with like the judicial sh- system and then you're dealing with pretty much the Financial system. Well, yeah, you're dealing with the judicial system of the finance business. <laughs> oh, it has nothing to do with law. It's all about, like... H- no, but you're, you're what I mean by that is oh, like yeah. it's, it's essentially the exact same... It's a branch, right? It's a yeah. split. It's a pretty much the exact same thing. You become a lawyer, you're going to deal with this bullshit. You right. become e- economics, whatever. An yeah. Then you're dealing with this bullshit, which all ties into the bigger picture of, like, the societal clashings. Yeah. I mean, it all has to do with, you know. I've
1: sat in a couple of his classes and they're boring. <laughs> like, and it's, you know, if kids, if kids find it interesting, more power to you. I find it boring as shit. Yeah. And he knew. Where was before.
0: he? What was he teaching?
1: He teaches over at St. Cloud State. He's still, so, work. He's still there. Does,
0: is he really? Yeah, he's the dean. I've never he's, seen him there.
1: He's the dean of his department now. I've so, never seen
0: him at all. I don't
1: see. I don't know what area of the campus you were on. So well, I, I, I spend a lot of
0: time in Pack Center, but I've walked all over the campus in every single building because okay. I've at least been in in six different buildings for at least one of my classes. He
1: so would have been where the student center is essentially.
0: Like I don't even know what the fuck
1: the students like the students. There were like the the restaurants and like the. Oh yeah 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 so yeah. So there, back in that corner, that's, that's is where is where like the econ department I'm has a... always been. I'd so have to show you because I can't tell you. So the he, he probably has only.
0: this small like four door, and what I mean by four doors, four classes like area section. I never really saw the class, the classrooms he taught in. I always saw the offices. Yeah, i I'll, I'll, I'll have to wonder if i end up going back i don't know
1: how many classes he actually teaches now because like i say he's the dean of the department now so he may not teach a lot anymore i think he teaches like one or two classes just to get the boss yeah he's i bet you he likes that uh, sounds like a little bit i talked to him about it like it sounds like he's he's not unhappy with it but i don't know if he's you know over the moon about it
0: He has power. Everybody loves power. (laughs) I mean, I don't. Like, (laughs) it's because you don't know what to do with it. (laughs) That's very true.
1: I'm not a good leader. Like, as much as like, I I mean, I'm a chef. So I mean, I can lead. I'm not great at it because I don't. I don't
0: like the feeling of lording over people. You're not. There's a difference between being a leader and a boss, though. I've never been a boss but i know that i've been a good leader right um leadership has always been something i've been very natural I, uh, I learned that as a very very young age i've never been um keen of following people sure and for me to follow somebody i'm not talking about social media um right for me to follow somebody i have to truly believe in what they're doing mm-hmm. yep and i mean you know me very well like I, it's tough to convince me to do anything right? but like you're very pig-headed i am very very i'm very but then again i'm also realistic i'm also very rational and mm-hmm. logistic and i also just he's also just making up words <laughs> i'm also very like uh i don't know sometimes i'm just smarter than most people <laughs> no no I'm, I'm, just, I'm just kidding um so much as you're smarter, you just know better yeah that's that's actually <laughs> that's exactly accurate and I can't even say that. It's not that I know better. It's just I don't always agree with the way that things are done because they could be done better. Mm-hmm. They could be done differently. That doesn't. As, I mean, that was my biggest problem with Boulder. Yeah. So I just wanted to sh- see. Sh- everybody said I had a bad attitude. My attitude comes down to it's reflected off of your piss poor right. work ethic. That's essentially what it comes down to. Why are you
1: saying? Remember the Titans. Attitude reflects leadership.
0: Yes, and we had no leadership. Yeah. No offense to Gates, because he's, so he's not a leader. Like he's not a leader. The, the one day that I I belittled him in front of everybody because he fucked up my entire system and I just told him to get off the line. Yeah. The fact that he did it, though, shows that he wasn't a leader. Yeah. And I had to go to him and apologize to him and tell him he needs to reprimand me. <laughs> I had to tell him to do his job because right. he didn't do it. Yeah. And that was the day that I was like, oh, my God. I need to leave this place. And that's, I think it was shortly after that I started working up DBs. Mm. And I love DBs because I had respect, I had appreciation, um, and I also valued and respected and appreciated those that I worked with. Yep. Like Smelter, I mean, you met Smelter and Dirty. Oh, yeah. um, even Chef, even Dean. Um, <coughs> I learned so much for those guys. Like Working at the places I worked with beforehand was like, I worked in like you know, I was a sandwich artist at Quiznos. I was good at that job. But it's fucking making sandwiches. It's not right. hard to do. You just piece them together. Being an artist, too, I had that sense of perfection. So I took a lot of pride in what I did. I've, one of the biggest sayings I have is take pride in your work. You don't have to like your job, but take pride in your work because that's what, that's what your merits. You're going to bring that mm-hmm. to the table. So you don't have to like your job. Take pride in your work. I took pride in everything I did, and I made sure that I did it as best as I could. Yep. And so I always excelled at stuff, and I always made sure I was doing the best I could, right. um, and making sure it looked good. But that's just that perfectionist of me is, is yep. I guess. What a quote
1: work. I heard that was like, "Make where you're at, make where you're at, uh, where only the best is, is is what you'll give with the tools available, or something along those lines." It, it's. I have no idea what you're talking about, but it's a quote I heard <laughs> or read somewhere. It was. I probably butchered it with I guess, because uh, I can't remember it for shit. It's 1.30 in the morning, and
0: <laughs> I
1: apologize for nothing.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I went from making sandwiches to, um, you know, doing... I have to stop you there for just one
1: moment. When you say you were a sandwich artist, you didn't really buy into the idea that you were a sandwich artist, right?
0: What are you talking about? I made those sandwiches Beautiful. I painted that shit up with with sauces and ham and oh, cheese. I see those ads for
1: from Subway, like looking for sandwich artists, and I want to burn Subway to the ground for saying things like that.
0: First of all, I was against Subway. I was an anti-Subway person while I was working at Quiznos. <laughs> 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 so, um, I I talked badly about Subway and I never ate Subway. Until oh, I, I was mean, far away from Quiznos. So I just in general, like it sounds like sandwich shops, everyone calls you a sandwich artist so no, that no you no. So, like,
1: so that you feel better about making fucking sandwiches.
0: It's true, it's kind of a gimmick. But the thing about what I did was I took the pride right. as though every sandwich I made mattered. Mattered, exactly. Yeah, for so sure. so I I personally would consider myself a sandwich artist, but I know exactly what you're saying and I definitely agree with you. I wasn't I wasn't coaxed into that bullshit. Right. Because Quiznos didn't use that
1: Don't drink that Kool-Aid, please. Yep, they didn't (laughs)
0: do that. But um, I made... I just... What I liked about making sandwiches for people was I liked that challenge. I had this kind of competitiveness to be the best of everybody I was working with. And it wasn't hard for me to excel to that. It was just... see Tim just pushing people out of the way, finishing other sandwiches. Pretty much. No no joke. That's exactly. I would tell people, go to the end of the line. Go cashier. Go finish it up. You know what? I'll take care of this and this. You just cashier. That's the kind of guy I am. But still to this day, I'm like that. That's why I ran breakfast by myself at the Green Mill. (laughs) Tim Bennett. I run this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially. It is not an ego thing. I swear to God, it's not an ego thing. It's a skill thing.
1: There's nothing wrong with having an ego if you are actually that good. But it's not
0: a—it's not even. An no, ego I'm, thing. Not, I'm just saying, like in
1: general, like <laughs> I, the, you say ego, like you're trying to defend it. Like there's nothing. I'm not going to say anything because there's nothing wrong with having an, e-
0: an ego when you're that good. Like you can. But I'm not even that good. I could be, I could be much, much better. But it's the fact that I was already better than everybody else that was there. Right. And I don't, I don't even mean that to boast myself. I, it's just the fact. It was a, it was apparent. Yeah. yeah it was just the fact. Every place I've worked at, I've excelled
1: right. beyond what they had available. It's because most people tend to like work at those jobs and go like, "Ugh, I work at fucking Subway." See, and I never had a choice. I had to work at this place because that's my means of living. Well, right, and it's. <laughs> Uh, you know, people like you or me where it's like, okay. you know, yeah, you may not like what you're doing, but like you look at be like, this is my job, might as well do it right.
0: Well, and like I said, I've lived very, very, very sternly with the idea of I don't have to like the job, but mm-hmm. I got to take pride in my work um, because that's what I bring to the table. No matter where I've gone, I've always lived that philosophy. Take pride in your work. Because that's all that matters. That's the only thing I'm taking home with me is what I've done today. Do the best you can with what you have at the time. Yep. And essentially, certain places like Chipotle, I thrived at because they gave me all the tools necessary to do my job at its full potential. But because other people couldn't do their jobs with everything given to them, it pissed me off and I become an asshole. (laughs) <laughs> I I worked
1: I worked at Chipotle too. Not with Tim. No. Nope. But I did work at a Chipotle or at the at that Chipotle. You worked at that, that Chipotle, Yeah, but it I was think, way before I was there. Yeah, it was I don't know, I don't know how much longer it was before you you I, you worked there, but but yeah, I mean, I for me, you know, it was one of those things I never dealt well with corporate structure. Mm-hmm. Like it was too rigid. Mm-hmm. I needed the ability to like kind of flow a little bit. Um not that I couldn't do jobs well, I just for some reason, like standards always seem to elude me. <laughs> and, and when I say standards, like you know, Chipotle said, Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to chop this many pans oh of goodness, lettuce yes, in yes, this yes, amount yes, of time. Yes, yes, yep. Chipotle I, had
0: strict, high standards, right? Those standards were military based standards, yeah. and I'm not joking when I say that yeah. Chipotle took their entire process, Mm -hmm. their entire fundamental kitchen-based process from the military. Yeah. So
1: uh, I mean, they had diagrams and charts and shit saying, you know, cutting this amount of lettuce for these many pans should take you this amount of time. And like, (laughs) if you took you a minute longer, people would be like, what are you doing? What the fuck does it look like I'm doing? (laughs) Like, I'm sorry I didn't make it in the time frame, like, it's getting done. Leave me the fuck alone. It's ridiculous
0: now that you telling it back to me yeah. it's ridiculous it's cult shit like it's, <laughs> you know it's funny because they've been accused of practically being a cult yeah and i i believe it because like, uh, i the, loved working at
1: chipotle and like I say it, 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 it that's for certain people yeah. certain people like like you like
0: it works shit. for you
1: it works for you it does and like it doesn't work for me you know why i
0: like chipotle so much everything had a spot a place a home a reason nothing was done out of spontaneity nothing was done to the point of because so there was no fun <laughs> well, you couldn't have what well, i had fun we all we had fun oh i know the kind of fun you had <laughs> we one of the like one and of it's the filthy thing- <laughs> uh, no christian would ever approve of it oh god <laughs> says my bur- the christians my the burritos no. um <laughs> we would have fun we just had a fun in a manner that we brought outside work and our outside fun into the workplace right. meaning music music was the biggest thing that we used to enjoy like a choice so we'd blare our music no matter what it was we'd blare it and like whoever's in the kitchen with me in the grill because i primarily i worked in the grill that, that was where my, I worked for the that, few weeks I was my bitch. I went
1: online like once or twice, and it was like the worst thing I'd ever done. Oh, then. that was
0: the second thing I ever done was the line, and I fucking owned that shit. <laughs> oh, I just,
1: it was like, I just, I went up there, and like, they put me in the beginning, so I was just warming up tortillas, and I was like, this is fucking
0: bullshit. I hate this. I, they never liked me on tortillas because I would
1: were you just like outpacing pacing everybody else just fucking yeah. flinging tortilla sideways essentially here's another one oh, yeah. oh no oh. that's
0: exactly it and so I ended up doing the meat person problem like uh, pro- not problem. <laughs> they became the problem I ended up doing it was this best if I did tortilla and meat and then they had like six people over on the rest <laughs> right <laughs> there's supposed <laughs> to be an so it's supposed to be tortilla it's supposed to be meat it's supposed to be uh veggies and then it's supposed to be you expo rice no no that's the same person who does the meat the tortillas does the, the rice well, what i'm but saying you didn't
1: mention the rice there's supposed to All be there's supposed to be four
0: people on like the line process when you're dealing with the food and then you're yeah. supposed to have an expo and then you're supposed to have a cashier Right. was the
1: expo that was just like their expo, job to fucking write on the yes, fucking burrito I suppose
0: technically the one that's supposed to talk to the customers Oh, a f-
1: fucking dildo with the marker <laughs>
0: yep they're, they're the ones that's supposed to, to take it put it in a bag and give it to the customers and tell the cashier what to ring in essentially the cashier all their job is at that point is to tell them how much it is and take their money and say have a nice day that's it so I was the tortilla guy Ever, I didn't want a rice or meat person. Let me deal with that shit because I could pump it out. And I did it in a way that interacted with customers that didn't come off as cold. Like a robot. Because right. I hate scripts. I've never done scripts. Even at Quiznos, and they wanted me to do a script. And I said, fuck that shit, I'm doing it my way. <laughs> and what happened? I did it my way. It worked. And I consistently progressed up further right. and made things better. Made a better experience. I had... Consistent customers, and I could do the whole fucking line by myself at that point.
1: <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time <laughs> I interviewed to work at Coldstone Creamery? Um, what is it's, cold It's Stone? an ice cream joint. Oh, okay. Like Coldstone. Oh. Isn't that what I said? Coldstone. Did I? Cook, did is I that cream? what it's called? Is Coldstone cold Creamery?
0: Creamery? I think it's Coldstone. Maybe it's Coldstone. Like, like right now, it's next yeah.
1: to yeah, yeah, the Coldstone. Yeah. Oh, I interviewed to work there once. Maybe I added Creamery. Maybe. Oh, fuck. Again, anyway. it's almost 2 o'clock in the morning. Shut up. I know Shut what up. you're talking about. Um, so in the interview, they're like, oh, yeah, we have this thing that you have to do. Um, I'm like, okay. They're like, oh, yeah, you have to sing a song about ice cream. I was like, Whoa I'm sorry, what? I'm like, oh, yeah, you have to sing the song about ice cream. You have to do it to the tune of Happy Birthday. I was like,
0: fuck that.
1: And I was like, okay. She's like, well, why don't you make one up? I was like, okay, first of all, I'm not auditioning. Like, I'm applying for a job. Right. Like, are you going to hire me or not? If you hire me and then you want me to sing, we can discuss what I need to be paid to do that. <laughs> but...
0: You'll prostitute yourself out after you know you're getting paid. I'm going to say, I have standards. Like,
1: <laughs> not a lot, because I'm interviewing to work at fucking Cold Stone, but, like, I have them.
0: Oh, that'd be great to see uh, Coldstone.
1: Just mashing <laughs> S- ice cream onto the S- fucking S- stone. S-
0: singing <laughs> a happy <house sighs> birthday tune. Oh, and
1: I... <laughs> I fucking did it and then she didn't hire me. I was like, you fucking bitch. Oh God, I wanted to burn that place to the ground.
0: I had that exact same thing when I worked at, uh, when I, not worked at, when I applied at <laughs> Zoomies. I applied at Zoomies back in like 06 uh, in the Albertville Mall, mm. or it was 06 or 07. I applied at Zoomies because I was a skateboarder so I was yeah. like well yeah of course I want to work at Zoomies I'm a skateboarder I know this shit I can get discounts on shoes <laughs> yeah or boards but um, well, um, I don't even know what the fuck they said. nope that's like, exactly so. my mindset it's like I can get paid to do stuff that I already know what I'm doing and then I can get free shit right? essentially that's what I thought but um boy were you wrong they made me audition they made me they pretty much played this fucking like mousetrap game on <laughs> on us there was like six other people who were applying and we had to like do this like little race challenge shit and we had to like improv. Now, I, I, I acted in high school. Right. I did stage acting classes. I did theater classes. I was good at improv and all this shit. And that shit at Zoomies made me feel ridiculous because I'm like, well, i not, why am I doing this shit? This has nothing to do right. with the job. You essentially want to make sure that you can tell me to do something. I'm going to do it. And I'm gonna tell you don't go fuck off, and I'm gonna do it my anyway. But uh, I ended up working at Tommy Hilfiger after that because I walked in there at Tommy Hilfiger, asked for an application, ended up having an interview before I filled the application out, got the job before I filled the application out, and then ended up having to fill the application out and then went home. <laughs> I so like. Unfortunately, the bad thing about the Tommy Hilfiger, I, I hated the clothes. It was right around the time that he, like Tommy Hilfiger, kind of got a lot of heat for saying something about like black people wearing his pants. I guess oh, he I said. Oh, so. I remember that. I, I don't know exactly what happened, but I I think he said some racial thing that said that like, me. "If black, if I knew that black people were gonna wear my pants around their ankles, I wouldn't have made them," or some shit like that, some stupid shit like that. I never liked the clothes. I just worked there. Right. I didn't mind the people, though. I got along with the people. Until this one girl had the hots for me, which caused some issues with my girlfriend at the time. <laughs>
1: Boy, you got this fucking problem everywhere, don't you? <laughs> I
0: did. I did. Jesus Christ. And then I met somebody worth everything, so... Right. And had a kid with her. Suck up. All right. <laughs> just in case she's listening. <laughs> I mean, she could be at the top of the stairs right she's now. She's asleep right listening. now, so... <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, she's asleep She's asleep with a kid um, But <clears throat> Even then I had to fucking work for that For eight years Yeah Like we've known each other longer than well, About the same time That we've known each other Yeah Actually I've known her For a little bit longer Because I used to go to Ch- uh, Starbucks Bought at Chernobyl While I was at Chipotle So Yeah I've known her longer Than I've known you And then We've only been dating For three years
1: You're not gonna have a kid with me I'm not getting pregnant. I've seen Junior. <laughs>
0: not happening. It doesn't work biology. Like, biology doesn't work that way. It yet. Yet. Oh, well, it did work with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's so. what I'm saying. <laughs> I've seen Junior. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, anyway, I have no idea where we got off topic.
1: Well, and... Uh, I think this is where I have to say that hopefully in the f- the aim in the future when we start doing these a little more regularly and not the first one where we just ramble, right? Uh, these will be a lot more structured, and we may go on tangents, but they'll be at least be you know within the within the segment they're supposed to be, as opposed to us babbling about random shit here and there. Or at least hopefully they're entertaining enough that you right. get a little enjoyment out of them. Let's just hope you can follow the rest of them. I don't think anyone's gonna be able to follow what the hell we're talking about in this one because we've just moved everywhere. It's okay. It's
0: our first fucking right. episode. Yeah. It's fine. S- Thing segment. I don't I'm know. not getting down on it. I'm just saying. Right. We got we got a couple more of these, and then we'll find. <laughs> yeah. we We'll get our sea legs at right. some point here soon. So. I mean, it is almost two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And uh, you know, maybe if somebody didn't work so fucking late, well, somebody. I I got nothing. At least somebody has a job. So, I need money. I want money. I make money. I I make more
1: money now being unemployed than I do working regular at my job. <laughs> so right now I'm just squirreling money away. Be careful. The IRS might be listening. We'll edit this part out. <laughs> Fuck.
0: Um, but yeah, our our whole goal is that me and Aram have always had pretty decent conversations over the years. And we tend to just talk about music and movies and books and this and this and this. For, for example, Aram got me into one of my favorite, favorite, and I mean this full-heartedly, favorite book series of all time. Favorite author, for that matter, Richard Kadri and his Sandman Slim series. Um, series. Yep. Phenomenal books. I kind of forgot that I got you into those. Oh, you totally did. You gave me the first two books. Um, you let me borrow them, and essentially the way that you explained them is they were urban fantasy. And at that time, I hadn't really been li- like reading a lot, mm-hmm. but I uh, I, w- I was writing, and so like I, you know, it was one of those things where like, well, yeah. I'm sure you were like, well, if you write, you must read, because you know, well, those I mean, they two come to in hand. go hand yeah, in hand. They come yeah. hand in hand. But I didn't read a lot back then. Um, I started to. I had started to read a lot. Um, a lot, But yeah, Aram got me into the Sandman Slim series and I love them. They're, they're urban fantasy. So if you like s- the show Supernatural by uh, CW or There's WB CW or yeah. whatever, whatever the fuck um, it is now. If you like show
1: Supernatural and if you don't know what the show is, go
0: fuck yourself. <laughs> right? Because it's like 15 seasons and it's like one of the biggest yeah. shows on the planet. Um, but essentially, like Dean Winchester, who is played by the actor Jensen Ackles, who I love, um, does an amazing cover of Simple Man, by the way. Check it out. Uh, he plays Dean Winchester in Supernatural, and, and essentially the book, Sandman Slim Series, is like Jensen Ackles if he was on a solo spin-off show, and he just went and did some Supernatural shit. So, the Sandman Slim Series is about a guy named james stark who is into magic like real magic and has a magic circle and he um gets betrayed by this magic circle because he's naturally good at magic and everybody else is a little jealous especially the leader of the group named mason who then summons a lurker which is technically a demon and drags him down to hell as a 19 year old kid Now, he spends 11 years in hell as a living soul, the only living soul to exist in hell. And he goes into Woody Arena, and he becomes this badass, and he becomes the monster who kills monsters named Sandman Slim, and so all of hell fears james stark sandman slim and he escapes hell when he finds out that his girlfriend gets murdered and then he goes on this whole vigilante vengeance whole kick and there's like 11 books now so fantastic series go check it out richard cadry sandman slim he also has a couple other books that i really really love um one of them is um butcher bird which is one of his first books It's like Dante's Inferno kind of concept where it's a journey into hell. Check it out. It's great. It's about a uh, tattoo artist who ends up finding that there's a veil between two realms. And it's really, 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 really cool. It's more of gothic style. Um, But, yeah, Aram got me into the Sandman Slim series. And I've never looked back. I also consistently talk to him about books as well that I stumble upon. And, uh, that's something that we're, we're really keen on. So, um, I would say that you can ask Aram stuff, but he's actually in the restroom right now taking a piss because he can't hold his bladder. He's like a three-year-old child. And here he comes after his little pee. But of course, now I'm going to let Aram talk for just a few minutes. <laughs> oh, God, my back teeth are floating. Oh. I just talked about Sandman Slim. Now you talk about something
1: I've shown you. <laughs> um. Oh, God. What the hell has Tim shown me? Tim and I... So, Tim and I will often get on discussions about movies because he's got a vast movie collection and a lot of movies I mean I've seen a fair few of them but I've never seen all of them Um, I think off the top of my brain uh, one of the one of my favorites that Tim has shown me was a movie called Paper Man uh, with Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Daniels Um, Jeff Daniels is a writer who's trying to essentially he's already had a successful novel and he's trying to write his next one talk about Paperman. With Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Daniels. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I've never. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was like, don't act like. It was like, you showed it to me. Like, don't <laughs> act like you don't know what it is. I,
0: for a second, I thought it was a book.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I, <laughs>
0: I just got done talking about the book and then you were talking about a movie, so I was confused for a second. Well, I thought
1: we'd veer onto a different topic nope, from it. Continue. A um, so essentially, Lisa Kudrow is Jeff Daniels' wife, I believe. Yep. Uh,. But so she, he rents a cabin. She leaves him up there, and uh, he's trying to write and can't figure out what to write. Um, really? it's, he wrote a novel yep. and he's trying to write another one, and it's it, it's just not coming is the problem, uh, which I can relate to on any number of levels. Yeah. One hundred percent. But he, so he is constantly. Interrupted or distracted by uh, Ryan Reynolds' character, who is his imaginary friend, um, whose name escapes me now Captain Something or Other. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, it's over there. Right? It's a yellow cover over on the middle of the shelf. Um, yeah. One right near the pipe, I think. On the bottom shelf. Yellow cover. It's sad. I just had to direct him where a movie was in his collection.
0: It's because they're not in order. (laughs) (laughs) I built the shelves, and I just left them, and I just threw them up there to make sure it was stable. Right. Like, these shelves here, over there, and over here, they're not even attached to anything. They're just sitting there. So, like, if I took all that shit off, the shelf would fall over.
1: Well, that's just unsafe.
0: I've been lazy. Especially
1: with your $1,500 fucking lens. Shh. That's right there. Yeah, you want underwear all the shit could fall? Damn your eyes. Anyway, uh, Tim's looking up the name now, uh, but realistically, he's, he's distracted by the, his imaginary friend and ends up going to, into town and befriends Emma Stone for... I don't even know how he ends... I can't remember how he <laughs> ends says up This befri- is Emma
0: Stone in a breakout performance. I'm pretty sure she broke out in bad.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Not this movie.
1: I mean, she was all right. I, I mean, she was okay in this, but I mean, the, really, well, yeah, the, yeah, but she was the the definitely okay, but. the big draw was was Jeff. For me, was Jeff Daniels. I thought Captain was Excellence,
0: by the way.
1: Oh, Captain Excellence, Okay, but I th- I think Jeff Daniels was probably the clincher for me in that whole movie. Like, I just thought his character was.
0: Your favorite scene is what?
1: The the ending when uh, after he's discovered hanging out with Emma Stone by his wife, and uh, they're they're in an argument cause he hasn't written anything and he's been up there for however long and she's yelling at him and wants to know what's going on. She just wants to know what his problem is. And he finally just screams, I don't know what to do with my hands. And it, like I say, I, I feel that on levels. Like I'm, I'm not like, a prolific writer, but I mean, I've definitely tried writing. I, I tell people all the time, like I've tried writing uh, a, a fantasy novel, probably
0: upwards of 10 times. Well, I remember you came to me about your fantasy novel about two brothers. I, I went on a, on a hey, like heyday with that, telling yeah. me all sorts of ideas.
1: We, You know, the problem with my writing has always been that I have the ending. I just don't know how to get it there.
0: It's like the easiest
1: part is knowing how it finishes, and you just got to figure out where it begins. Right. Well, that's that's what I mean. Like, I always have the ending. Like, I can always end a story, you know, and I just never know how to start it.
0: Right. You know, and that's... I always have... Here, here's the hard part for me. Hmm. I have the beginning. I have the end. I have a bunch of shit in between. But right. I don't have it seamlessly bind together. Right. I can't figure out those every little inch, every little nick and cranny in between. From here to point A to point D. Right. That's my problem. And sometimes it's just a chapter break... <laughs>
1: Doesn't always, it isn't always that, that easy, but yeah. sometimes it's as easy to just be on eh, next chapter. Right. <laughs> and um, we've moved on.
0: That's something else. I I, I, I have, gr- I, as far as I am concerned, I think I have great ideas for mm-hmm. stories, and I want to apply them. I want to put them out there, but I just, taking the time to do it and then finishing it up, I will spend like two or three months take the time to do it right but I never finish the fucking thing and then I just move on or I, I don't know what the hell happens to me that's the problem I always have
1: I mean and uh, you know and with me it's like I've always said I've got I've got you know the ending and I feel like it's a really good ending it's always a matter of like well where does it start ends up being the problem and then I will you know not necessarily like give up on it but like I just move on and I go well
0: worked on that for a while now what am i on to do you think he was wearing any extra padding for this suit ryan reynolds is wearing uh
1: i don't think
0: shoulders so. maybe i don't think so i think he's just that hunky of a muscular man you like i only would say just because the pecs and the shoulder are too round you would think so <laughs> you've seen him shirtless <laughs> this is right like right around the time he did uh trinity too and he gained forty pounds of muscle for Blade they Trinity. Don't it. I say they
1: just the the sho- the shoulders and the pecs seem too round. Oh my god! I, it's not the it's not
0: the size that I don't believe. It's the roundness. You need to see him shirtless. You know, Watch Amityville Horror. Come I've on. seen it. Look at his pecs; they go bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. Okay, Tim, this is <laughs> getting weird.
1: Stop trying to make me infatuated with Ryan Reynolds.
0: I'm sorry. It's 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 just so easy, but uh,
1: to get back to my original point, talking about the movie Paperman, it, it's a it's a bottom shelf buddy, bottom shelf. That's where you got it. There you go. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a killer movie, I knew that. and uh, it's very understated for any of the actors involved, especially um,
0: Jeff Daniels, because he hasn't really really hasn't done a lot over the years well it's he's, like he's
1: always in these things but i feel mm. like that was probably around close to when he did the newsroom i would i think i don't know when he did the newsroom i can't remember but it, i think it's about that time so i mean he was kind of in between and he's been doing a lot of like
0: random smaller stuff like you know what the, the one film i always remember him from other than dumb and dumber hmm rachnophobia yep that's probably one of his bigger movies, yeah. Yeah, that's be mainly because that movie scares the shit out of me. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the few films that I'm just like, I can't watch. Right, it creeps me out. I, uh, I hate spiders.
1: I always remember there's a movie where like he's a. There's two movies I really remember him from one. He's like a. I think he's the killer in it, and I can't remember who the other person is, but like he's like a killer, and there's a ho- there's a boat involved, and I know that's a <laughs> really Double killer. <laughs> I I know that that's like a really vague description for being the only other movie I remember him from but I know he's in it
0: so get I, off my back I think of a Sleepless in Seattle
1: no that was that was Tom Hanks no, what the I, hell are you talking about no
0: seriously did you think he was Meg Ryan <laughs> my mind literally just crosswired because it's not even the film I was thinking of I was thinking of um um was sandra bullock where she's like uh she like saves this dude from being ran over by a train
1: while you were sleeping
0: yes (laughs) while you were sleeping that's exactly is that peter gallagher no Uh, well maybe Um, he's the guy in the coma isn't jeff daniels like the brother no that's bill paxton
1: bill pullman bill
0: Pullman. I don't even know. Exactly.
1: This is this is six degrees of separation. <laughs> at
0: This really point. is. I I have to look this <laughs> because I'm I'm losing uh, myself. The other
1: movie I really remember him from is uh, The Lookout.
0: What's it called again?
1: <laughs> While you were sleeping. While
0: you were sleeping. I was put to sleep. Sleepless in Seattle. Okay. Now all well, I. That's with Tom Hanks and Meg. Meg Ryan. Ryan.
1: Now all I can see is Tom Hanks and Jeff Daniels standing <laughs> looking at each other. That fucking oh. cover.
0: Leave me alone. It's too close. <laughs> I've had uh, sixty-four ounces of beer. So
1: you haven't had sixty-four ounces of beer. You've All had right, like, fifty-five I've had 50 <laughs>
0: five ounces of beer. Pansy. This is the one with one glass. What was it looking up again <laughs> while you were sleeping? You're
1: seeing if Jeff Daniels is in while you were sleeping. I no, it's think
0: Bill, B- Bill Paulman. Yeah. Peter Gallagher, yes, you were right. He Peter, was the guy. okay. Peter I Gallagher thought Peter was guy Gallagher guy was in the fucking movie. That was movie. in the coma. Yeah. Peter Boyle uh, was the father, apparently. No shit. Ox, yeah.
1: I love. So this is one of my favorite things: is that there are movies where legitimate actors play people, like play a person in a coma, and they're literally getting paid millions of dollars Just to lay their happy there. ass on a bed. <laughs>
0: you know? Um, I don't know why, but it makes me think of Friends. Well, you, the, you, weren't what, a big the jean claude
1: Van Damme one, where like, no,
0: where, where Joey's
1: acting in the movie, but like he's supposed to be like a, a coma patient or like a oh
0: yeah 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 that's exactly then the he's like this man is dead yes yes and he's supposed to be his twin. Yeah. That's the only way he like oh, revived yeah. Dr- himself. Oh yeah, Drake Ramore. Yes, yes, yes. That's the, exactly that's. What I always think of Friends when when it comes to that situation. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I agree with you. I always like. Oh, this dude's in a fucking coma. Oh, it's like it's like. Oh, next Vin Diesel movie is gonna be, you know, wow. while I was knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I watched some starring movie, Vin Diesel. I watched wow, some movie the movie. Wow. I just other watched him
1: sleep the entire time. I watched the movie like a couple weeks ago, and it was literally like a. Like a, a Name actor or actress, and they just fucking laid on a bed. I think your son is crying. Or your cat is meowing, one of the
0: two. <laughs> what the fuck? That it was, was a
1: faint enough noise. That I don't know.
0: You keep talking, I'll figure that shit out. Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so. Oh, fuck. I forgot where we even were going with that one. Oh. But yeah, like i i don't understand the concept of like having these you know name actors lay on a bed but i mean i also it's not my industry so who knows i'm also a guy that doesn't understand why athletes get paid what they pay they get paid you're playing a game honestly and the fact that you're getting paid millions of dollars to play a, a game while i you know scratch and you know claw my way to a decent paycheck to provide an actual service for people is ridiculous and you should be ashamed of yourselves.
0: Yes, you were correct.
1: On which one? I said two things.
0: Uh, one of them. Oh, <laughs> well, I had a 50-50 shot. <laughs> uh, Wesley was crying, yep. Oh. Kaylee went to the restroom and she left the door wide open and he was crying. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> <So>, uh-huh. <laughs> But it freaked It didn't sound like a crying child to me. It sounded like one of the cat toys that went off. And well, like I say it could To me, it was like that was
1: either the kid crying or like it was just a weird meow from one of your cats. I don't know how your cats sound when they meow. I know how my cats. They sound fucking annoying. Yeah. Well, yeah, as all <laughs> cats do. But like, I know the like, I know the tenor and stuff like that of my cats. Yeah.
0: No, I I hear you. Ugh. What were we talking about?
1: Well, before you left, I was bitching about people, like, actors acting yeah, in a coma. sitting in And then coma. I quickly said something about athletes getting paid, what they get paid when...
0: Oh, dude, that's, like, like I com- when act I, or, like, I I, compare, general, I compared
1: I, actors, like, getting paid to be in a coma to the same as the same thing as like athletes getting paid what they get paid to play a game. Oh, I totally while, agree. While I scrim, I scratch and claw my way to a decent paycheck while providing an actual service.
0: Well, I, here's the thing about it. Yes, I agree that they're putting on d- the amount of pressure, the amount of work that they have to do to be in some kind of peak physical condition. I definitely... I'm not saying that they don't deserve some kind of large amount. I, I, yeah. But to get paid like $3 million a season... Just to and throw a ball? Cheap. Are you fucking kidding me? Like I should be paid three million dollars for working eighty hours a week, right? And these fuckers only have to—they—they they don't have to work eighty hours a week. Yeah. Like they're getting paid when they travel too. Like it's right. Yeah. No. Travel but, expenses and all that. But then again, it's the entertainment business, right? I don't. Yep. I agree with you. If okay. you were to cut at, that at shit down, right? You could solve so many other problems. Oh yeah,
1: I mean, ma- put that money towards other stuff, or you know, not make me have to fucking pay for a new stadium out of my
0: taxes. Right. Like, how Let the fuck is that fair? Yeah. Like, I agree with you. I don't. I don't even want to go there. Mainly, yeah. the problem is, is are subjective ass- because we're not sports people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, have you had that conversation with somebody who loves the Bears? I that's mean, that's a point. So well, a sports fan would be an entirely different uh, be an entirely different thing. Right. Um, they, yeah, might, I, they might they might read
1: me a new one because they're like, "What
0: the fuck is that? Uh, well, I'm blah, like blah, I've blah, heard blah. the
1: arguments of like you know, oh, it brings
0: the economy and so they're like, "But st- I don't, I don't care." Yeah, well, people go out to dinner. Yeah, I was like, yeah, more like, frequently than they I, go out to a ball game.
1: I was like, I work in the service industry, like stimulate the economy by you know catering to my services or something like that. You know, people like I say people that like are trying to live. You know, I'm not even trying to live a lavish lifestyle. Like nah. I'm trying to live by a reasonable like means, you just and I just want to be, like, comfortable. Right. Like, well, I don't need to be exorbitantly rich. I just want to be Essentially,
0: you're just trying to make sure your bills are covered, mm-hmm. and you have just a little bit of spare cash to spend on some leisure things. Yeah, exactly. And maybe, if you're lucky, some savings. Right. And that's if you're lucky. You I gotta mean, sacrifice something if you... if you... Well, exactly.
1: I mean, I'm making the most money I make right now, like, at the job I'm at. Like, I get a decent wage, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm still, you know, not exactly living, you know, the lifestyle. Right. <laughs> but it's like, you know, these guys that play football and baseball and basketball and whatever the fuck else sport they play, you know, have a $30 million mansion. It's like, w- w- why?
0: Like, you don't... Shaquille O'Neal, I think out of his career, made like $700 billion or something like that. Oh, for sure. Almost a billion. I know Michael Jordan is worth a billion dollars. I believe it. Um, probably multiple billions of dollars. hmm Sure. But I understand to a certain level those sports players also being influencers. Right. So I get it to a certain extent. But yeah, I mean... Some of the shenanigans and some of the bullshit that they go, oh, yeah. like you remember, like, like eight years ago or something like that, when the Vikings got in a bunch of shit, like a bunch of trouble, for like having like guns and weapons on a boat somewhere, and like so no, I do not hear but about that's, that. That's hilarious. I can't. I can't. even I don't even know one hundred percent. I would have to look it up. Um, I remember hearing this shit when I was in school. Um, yeah. When I was in audio engineering, and like, they just were. That's the kind of shit that would make me go, cut that shit off. Yeah. They're doing this because they know they can get away with it because they have the money to bail themselves out. Yeah. Cut that shit off. Right. Like, all the shit that's going on in the news right now with all the race riots and shit like that, that is more important than that kind of shit because they can cut that shit off. Exactly. But this, they can solve those issues. Why don't they? Why didn't they? You know, and it's all about the almighty dollar. It has maybe. to do, yeah. It has to do with investors. It has to, I, I, it has to do with fucking entertainment. Why is right. entertainment more important than medical or education? Our education system should be our primary. Finland, right? Sweden, mm-hmm. yeah. Norwegian, as far as I'm concerned, because it's all the same fucking area—the right. northern area of Europe. Focuses on education mm-hmm. first. Like every yeah. teacher needs to have a master's degree yeah. before you can teach. I don't even think we do that here. No. But the only thing I do know is to be a college professor, you need, you need a, PhD, a doctorate. Yep. yep. You need a PhD, a doctorate. But yeah, you don't. You need like a bachelor's degree to be a high school teacher, or you at least need to be a specialty in your field for a certain amount of time. I don't think you need to necessarily be a doctor or have a PhD but you need to have the experience meaning a 20 year person who's been in that career for 20 Mm -hmm. years could probably be a teacher at that point um I guess I, I, because I they know. have the experience over somebody right. who's a doctor who doesn't have the experience but has the knowledge. You know, yeah. what I mean, I mean, it makes sense. But that's yeah. that's from my understanding. That's how at least our college system works. Because I I feel like I have met a couple of people who didn't have PhDs and they were teaching. It might be in certain subjects, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you were a, a director, you should have all the world, all the right in the world to. Uh, Teach directing if you're mm-hmm. a successful director. Yeah. Steven Spielberg. Sp- Steven Spielberg. Can't okay. even say his name right. If he came in and said, "Hey, I want to teach at this school," I guarantee nobody's gonna say, "Oh, yeah, you can't do that, Mr. Spielberg." Right. No, <laughs> they're gonna be like, "Oh, here you go. Here's a comfy chair for you. Turn your ass around and go back out that yeah. door." Uh, so, but I guarantee he doesn't have a doctor's degree yeah. in film, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I agree like I say, I
1: mean, I know for sure, like, to be a high school teacher in this, batch, I think a yeah, yeah. bachelor's degree is what all is that, you need. What is two
0: years? It's a four-year degree. Is it a four-year? Yeah. What's a master's? Six?
1: Master's is five or six. And then, yeah, a doctorate is another two or it's three a, out of at that. At least eight.
0: Yeah. At least eight foreign yeah. doctors. I know that. Eight to yeah, ten years. Yeah, because <laughs> most, most doctorates, you need to go to grad mm-hmm. school, so. And it depends on if you're a specialty or not, too. Yeah. Because if you're a specialty, you have to take, like, an extra year or two. Right. To be a specialized, like if you're a neurologist right. or something like that, yeah, and you special, specialize Specialization that. of medicine, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I, they're obviously, they're I think medicine yeah. because
0: that's the only fucking thing in the world that needs the doctors. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, you can get. Well, I mean, <laughs> technically, my dad's a doctor. Like yeah. he has a doctorate in economics.
0: So What's he's he going to use that for teaching. Teach at a college. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what is what is that old saying? Those who those can't who can do, do <laughs> those who can't teach
1: fair i don't know i mean i don't know what it takes to be i don't know what it takes to be an economist and to be like out in the world (laughs) i know my dad so my dad has done a fair few things that are like of note um like he's written a book uh, about his time he spent in ukraine he spent a year in ukraine helping the national bank there getting get it back on its feet um so he did that, and then wrote a book about it. Gee, really? I think Tim's, yeah, Tim's looking it up right now. <laughs> uh, I couldn't tell you the name of it. I just remember the cover was blue, was blue, and I looked at it as a joke. Afterwards, and I was like, "Ain't what got any put? pictures in it." <laughs> Look
0: at that! I only put King Bam. Yep, there he is.
1: Yeah, there he is. There he is. The man, the myth, the legend.
0: Oh, that's right. I do remember when he was trying to be all like political and stuff. Yeah, he so was in, in the really House of Representatives was
1: years old. Yeah, he was in the House of Representatives for 2 years.
0: Yeah, the Kranico- uh, the Ukrainian economy since independence.
1: Yep. So yeah, he went after right after the USSR, not right after, but like after the USSR dissolved.
0: He Western government. He,
1: he 10 uh,
0: billion in foreign aid. He
1: helped the gov- the Ukrainian bank and national bank get back on its feet he's and i mean he's published numerous papers as far as i know but that's yeah, the but only as, book a, he's as, a, as a
0: as a as a professor you you need to do that though
1: uh well he so he works like, for like a cons- and stuff like that. to be uh, to publish papers yeah the the reason he went over to the u the ukrainian bank was he worked for i can't remember the he name of the company nothing
0: like your father you must have gotten, like your mother's I, looks.
1: I got some. I
0: various the, the pieces. The skin tone and the height, the skin tone, <laughs> and the, the stockiness. Right, I got yeah, the calves yeah. too. Or Devin likes to call them. Do you know like two people in the last dogs.
1: week have noted my calves? Really? Have been like, God, you've been working
0: out. Look at your calves. They're like, I don't.
1: They've always work been out. that
0: way. This is this is a family yeah, right? trait. Like, Ask this Devin. Is, this he is was is how they He shoot. was obsessed with your calves. <laughs> he saw them one time at. DB, I uh, need DB. That Bolden Tap House, and he was like, "Oh my god, Aram, look at your calves! They're swollen." <laughs> yeah, I, have, I,
1: to let everybody that doesn't understand what's going on know, I have uh, long-distance runners' legs, so my calves. And are. And he's only like
0: five six. Yeah, I'm, f-
1: yeah, I'm five six. Uh, I have a f- the family trait is that all the men on my dad's side of the family have very big calves because, like I say, we have long-distance runners' legs. So the calf is the more important muscle as opposed to the thigh or the hip muscle. Um and it's not from it's not from exercise, it's just a family trait. So for whatever reason this is The most boring cover. I know, ever. I told him there was no co- there was no pictures, like no one was going to want to buy it. he didn't believe me. I don't know how well it sold either. Um,
0: <laughs> What's the read about? It?
1: He used to work for a consulting firm. Was what it was. Uh, like he dad, worked for a know? consulting firm. <laughs> This is, that's before he lost all the weight. He, he's, is that what he
0: looks like now? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, he did lose a lot of weight.
1: He's lost a ton of it. Um,
0: he looks Indian.
1: He, it's so funny because I think he's even made the joke There's a the point where people thought he was sick because uh, he lost so much weight. What did he do? Just stop eating? He started eating right. <laughs>
0: wow.
1: I alright. He was a vegetarian for 20-some years and then he realized he wasn't getting enough, I think it was he wasn't getting enough, uh, of the proper proteins or nutrients or whatever he wasn't, for whatever reason, he wasn't getting the right amount of what he needed, so he started eating meat again, um, just started eating
0: the right kind of meat, lean cut meat? Yeah,
1: and essentially he went to a high, a high protein diet, and, uh, high protein, low carb is kind of what he does wow. now. Wow! Yeah, so he's, he's dropped quite a few, uh, a few LBs.
0: Um That's crazy. Yeah. I haven't seen him it's in Amazing what eating right can do to quite you. a few years. I, I don't I think the last time I remember seeing him was Liam's like first birthday. Yeah. So at the at Chelsea's parents' house. So Yeah, that sounds about right. First or second birthday, yeah. That I'm was the last time I remember seeing him and that was well, at least three years ago.
1: Yeah, at least I don't know. Because Liam's five now, so
0: geez wow yeah yeah i don't know man you get his olive skin obviously you get that yeah, uh, armenian have, i've got bits heritage. and pieces
1: here and there but like it i got a, a decent mock-up of both sides of the family um at least for me um my uh my son inherited my hair and my eyes uh, and
0: your skin tone? To, to some he's degree, my he's skin not though.
1: quite as dark as I am. No,
0: but, but he's got it. He's definitely not as he's well, not as white as again, his mother. Right, because she's a ginger. Right,
1: that's so funny. It's so funny. The big thing we noted was that he doesn't have the nose, like uh, your nose. He doesn't have my nose. It's it's smaller. Um, and mine is smaller than my dad's. And the joke at this point is that basically the we're just gonna keep marrying white women until we get that nose <laughs> under control. Um. <laughs> So, I mean, a couple more generations it will leave itself out. He's going to
0: marry a black person. (laughs) He's going to marry a black girlfriend that he has for like 10 years to not quite get up to your 15 (laughs) years. Whatever keeps him happy. (laughs) Exactly. I don't (laughs) care. I guess I've never paid that much attention to what Liam's nose looks like, but...
1: If you look at it, it's definitely smaller than mine. Yeah. I think he and he got my calves, though.
0: Yeah? I'm
1: pretty sure he did. They're not as, like, extreme as mine, but, well, like... because he's
0: only five.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> he's only those for five them, like, years. You can definitely see that he's got the muscle there, though. Right? So, <laughs> we'll
0: New see Girl's been out gets. longer than he is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we started watching New Girl that way. <laughs> I started watching that with...
1: Maybe I started watching it on my own. I can't remember.
0: I started watching it at one point, point. Uh, I got
1: couple seasons, I think.
0: I watched New Girl up to, like, season five or six. Um, I know there's seven seasons, but I watched it on my own a long, long time ago, up to five, I think, seasons. So we started watching it again last night because Kaylee and I were like, we need something new to watch, because everything that we were watching before on, like, Hulu and Netflix on Prime and whatever, because of this whole COVID shit, um, Mm -hmm. it's either stopped on pause, or it's just, we've watched it all, and so have you watched the West Wing I've seen some West Wing a while ago I know it was a show that you made me watch a while I would, ago I love the West Wing I don't I think watch I get it sit and watch
1: it, and give it a give it a chance like it's not all funny it's not well, all super I, serious I
0: have to have something that she's going to enjoy too though well, there's plenty in there for her to enjoy I don't think she would <sighs> you know one of the shows that I tried to get her into and she just was Black Books hmm First season, I was like, "That's a perfect season to get into," because <laughs> that's the best season there is. Black books. Mm-hmm. She was on her phone the entire time. She didn't. She didn't really get it. So I was like, "Oh my god, it's not even that British. <laughs> 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 it's like it's like American British. Like, well, they Dylan Moran's Irish for one thing. Well, that, <laughs> that's true. So it's it's not even full British humor. Right. It's not like it's I don't know. They like took the Monty Python route. Went a little more like." Absurd well, and they—they they basically found a British version of Lewis Black,
1: like I don't
0: he just—he just, I never really he just
1: Black. Lewis Black was—he was fun, funny to me because I tend to get really tr- into like angry comedians. Yeah,
0: and his Lewis Black
1: thing. would just yell about stuff. His little
0: finger thing. <laughs>
1: yep, <he laughs> I Just remember the little finger thing. Fingers, yep. Fingers going everywhere and just up in the air and he's like, yeah. So
0: he—he he just. Have you ever yeah. watched him eat eggs?
1: I've I've watched that episode of uh, Comedians <laughs> of Cars Getting Coffee. Yeah, oh my and god, it's, he's like half
0: out of his mouth.
1: But he's also in like his seventies, I think, at this point. Is he really? Yeah, he's old. Wow. Um, has it has been that. Long? He's been around for a while. Um,
0: Jerry Seinfeld is like in his sixties.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Lewis Black is older. I think he. I don't think Lewis Black started doing comedy till he was a little older too. Pretty sure he's in the seventies. Well, he's born in forty-eight, so I put him at seventy-two.
0: Jeez. Okay.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, if you if you look at it, the way Dylan Moran acts on Black Books, is how Lewis Black is during his stand-up,
0: except for that. um...
1: Except he's a drunk. <laughs>
0: Well, and he's not as, uh, physically, like, all over the place, like, spasm, like, uh, Louis Black is, uh, Bernard and, and Black Boys is more like, well, you should, we were talking about more of, like, his stand-up, I suppose, I guess. I haven't, I haven't seen his stand-up, um, but his character, which you said is pretty much exactly like his yeah. he's a little less spasm and more just blatant angry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, like, the thing about Louis Black is, like, it's not, it's not so much spasms. He just has, like, he just, like, snaps. Like, he'll start talking, and then he just, like, yeah, throws 70, a tantrum. one
0: t- years old it's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, throws a little yeah. tantrum. I, I like black books. Anyway, I tried to get Kaylee into black books, and she didn't like it. And I'm like, oh, you're missing out. And I was like, well, I can't do black at her at that point. <laughs> She won't understand that because that's quite British. Oh, so so British. <laughs> so I was like, well, we're just gonna watch New Girl again because I always I had a good experience with New Girl when I was high. So <laughs> had a good experience with the New Girl when you were high. Well, I, I I ate a cookie that uh, somebody told me was really really potent, and I didn't mm-hmm. listen, and <laughs> and he didn't really specify what potent meant, so <laughs> I didn't really. Understand not to eat a whole cookie. You gotta cookie. get a better grading system. Well, it was a silver dollar cookie. I thought that should be okay. He gave me three of them, and <laughs> <laughs> I ate a whole cookie. And for five fucking hours, it was a goddamn roller coaster to the sky. And I just didn't ever come down until I f- fell asleep. Eventually, I think I woke up and I wasn't high anymore. So, <laughs> but I remember watching a whole series of like i watched an episode of supernatural where i like analyzed like the reapers versus like death and how like the angel of death is supposed to be more powerful than god which makes the reapers who are like his little mini minions more powerful than angels which then makes them like universally more powerful than god and my mind just kind of like collapse on itself at that point trying to fathom the idea of how powerful somebody fucking is in the goddamn supernatural world and then I went home and I watched New Girl like a whole season of New Girl like it was the episode of like CC's wedding with Smith and the Badger and Winston and I remember that and that's it and that's like a whole entire season that I watched I remember laughing a lot don't know why I was laughing doesn't matter you are probably high oh I was fucking high as shit like I was skyrocketing to the moon and I wasn't coming back anytime soon. <laughs> so I I ended up uh, going to sleep and I don't know. I think I had to spend for eight hours. <laughs> and then I never ate a cookie again. That's a lie. I did. But I was <laughs> careful next time. My mom wanted a cookie too. She was like, I don't know. I guess she was just like having trouble sleeping. Mm. So she was like, Tim, you got any pot? Huh? And I'm like, well, I got some cookies. It's like, are they pot cookies? I'm like, yes. I'm like, can I have like <laughs> some? <laughs> Do you have any pot? Well, I have some cookies. Are they pot cookies?
1: Why? <laughs>
0: well, okay. Well, I gave I gave my mom a cookie and I said, okay, you gotta be careful with this. So my mom told me the story when she did pot. No, no, when she did blow once when she was in college before she had me, she did blow and passed out. <laughs> I'm like, that's the opposite of what blow is supposed to do for you. That's not how, I don't do blow, and I know
1: that that's not how (laughs) that works.
0: Same here. I'm like, that's not what's supposed to happen. But her body just can't, she's tiny, so. um, She just overloaded. (laughs) (laughs) She must have. And so, uh, she said that she was never, like, one in the pot either, because, like, she just passed right out. She'd take a couple hits, and she'd want to go to sleep. Um, She's not much of a drinker. She has, like, one glass of mead, not wine, mead. That's, like, honey fruit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she, like, she's done. She's goofy. She's red in the face. Like, she needs fucking meetings or something. But she uh, she asked for a cookie, so I gave her, like, half a cookie. And I was like, Mom, you got a nibble on this, like a mouse. And I caught her downstairs, passed out on the couch one day.
1: With <laughs> <Ate laughs> the a cookie goddamn in her hand. thing.
0: No, she just had a little nibble, but it was a cookie in her hand. <laughs> I'm like, so apparently it did the job. So That's fucking great. You know my mom's like what, fifty I don't even know how old my mom is. She's like fifty six or something.
1: In my thirty six years on this earth, I smoked pot once. And,
0: and then yeah. you wonder why you weren't one of the cool kids.
1: <laughs> right. You know, it's <laughs> peer pressure. See the thing of it is in high school no one tried to pressure me into doing that. <laughs> um but no, this was uh after I was up living on my own, <laughs> a guy, the guy I hung out with in college was a pot dealer. Um, so he and I h- hung out some, and one night my friends came over, and I was like, oh, I should call Brian up. So I called Brian. I'm like, well, why don't you come over and hang out? So I was like, he's like, oh, you want me to bring anything to drink? I was like, bring whatever you got. So he brought over like a
0: 1.75, a Jägermeister. Oh,
1: God. And uh
0: Jägermeister, one point seven five Jägermeister is a horrible a idea. A lot of
1: Jägermeister, and it you was, know
0: some shit's gonna go south. Then it was him and I were attacking that bottle pretty hard.
1: Um, my friends were helping, but he and I were doing the heavy lifting on that bottle. Um, and at one point, he went out to my deck to smoke, and I can't imagine why I went out there uh, with him. But he like offered it to me, and so I gave it a shot. Didn't feel anything. Didn't care. Uh, I had a lot of liquor in me at that point, so it was whatever. <laughs> uh, but I, I sat down. He, he and my friend Britt sat on my couch. I sat down in my chair, and I don't know why it was there. It might have been precautionary on my part, but there was a bucket somewhere near where. Uh, There was a bucket somewhere near, uh, <clears throat> somewhere near, m- somewhere near me, and I just very smoothly leaned over and grabbed it and dragged it in front of me, <laughs> and then proceeded to throw up into it for a minute or two. But you felt better after. I didn't.
0: That was Yankemister. I
1: sat up and I looked at Brian and my friend Brett, and I was like, "I'm going to bed," and I was like. Good night. And I took my bucket (laughs) and I went into my room and I put the bucket right next to the bed and I laid down on my bed after cleaning myself off. I hope. I can't remember at this point. Um, Woke up the next morning, the bucket was still there, thankfully. Uh, But in my drunken haze, I had forgotten that the shirt I was wearing was my work shirt. So I woke up the next morning and my work shirt was covered in vomit <laughs> that I dried onto it.
0: Oh, crusty.
1: And the only saving grace was two of the guys that I worked with at the restaurant I worked at the time lived across the parking lot from me. So I like I called one of them and was like, Adam, I threw up all over my shirt. Can you lend me one? And now Adam, at the time, was built like you, but skinnier. Wow, that's pretty skinny. So he's like six feet something, and just
0: a railing. So he
1: wears I mean, immediate
0: one two hundred pounds. So I can only imagine. So yeah, he's like, he's like six, like six two, one,
1: like six one six two, probably weighs a buck seventy, buck eighty, maybe. Well, so he wears like a medium. Geez, yeah, I can't wear a medium. A, me- a medium or move. something along those lines. It might have been a large, too. I, this so, is. what you're telling me. I wore a shirt that was far <laughs> too tight for my body. And
0: <laughs> uh, anyone fun. that doesn't know Did you know have your me, belly
1: back then, too? Oh yeah. This has always been <laughs> like. there. This, this this doesn't your go little,
0: away. little, <laughs> little belly. So, like.
1: Anyone that doesn't know me, I'm built like I have a beer gut um, that is kind of my natural shape. (laughs) Uh, And I wear an extra large or a large generally to kind of like let it kind of flow over my beer gut so I don't show it off. This shirt hugged every (laughs) corner of my torso. And Uh. not only that, but rode up the entire night as I was trying to cook over a hot grill.
0: I bet you (laughs) you look like... uh, Simpsons, the police officer's son. Oh, Ralph! Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> his belly's always exposed. Yep, for sure. Just, just a little belly, little belly button. Him oh yeah, I'm sure.
1: Shirt. I it was a sight to behold, and <laughs> I got up, like went out into my bed, my living room. I I don't remember if my friends were gone or not. I feel like they were because I think I found out later on that they had. Fooled around on my couch and huh? proceeded to make things awkward between those two. <laughs> Luckily, Brian wasn't exactly a huge part of my clique, so like <laughs> to he come just... back and
0: like ten years later, like oh yeah, that's where you were born on Uncle Aram's couch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was that was the
1: one one time I tried pot, and you know it was one of those things that like I it never interested me, like I never really felt the need for it. No, I mean, for a while, I kind of looked down on people for for doing it, but then I realized I didn't care that much. because you met Devin.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> he made – he, he, literally, Devin made Pot look bad. Well, even before that, I had plenty of guys that, like, I worked
1: with that, like, I didn't mind – there were guys that were, like, I would tell, hey, go out back, smoke a bowl and get back in here because you're turning into a pile of garbage <laughs> right. and it, it, the only way they could function is if they were stone. i was like and i understood that and i didn't care i was like right you get your sh- your shit together get yourself right and let's fuck this lineup
0: right like <laughs> yeah like like kind of like dreads like yep. that's one thing about dreads like when he was when he was our prep cook like he's the only person in the world that i accepted okay when he was hung over because he did his best work when he was still shit-faced yeah like he didn't there wasn't a difference between him mm-hmm. being hung over and him being sober to who he was but he's an artist too he, he's a he holds that tight into him his core like he's a very clean organized person yeah looking at him you'd be like oh god that dude looks like a mess but right. <laughs> this is he has a beard he looks like a he's the white Rastafarian, so <laughs> But um, Well, not that he's cut his dreads off. He's kind of got that, like, ginger
1: Jesus look to him.
0: A little bit, yeah. Yep, a little bit. Um, But, yeah, he's one of the few people that can function. He was a true <laughs> definition of a functioning alcoholic because mm-hmm. back in the day, he would put a bottle of Rumpies away a night. Yeah. Well, not, like, every night, but he would oh, put it just, away in a night. Just drink mouthwash. Ugh. And <laughs> I, the d- d- one one time, there's, like, one time that uh, it was me, Devin, and Mike Fear. We decided it was on a Saturday night. Like We were getting ready. To, it was, like, an hour before we had to close. Um, and we were, like, leaning into the, the kitchen, you know, the window. We were looking in the heat lamps and everything. We were, like, leaning in there. And we were discussing, like, most cooks usually are used to doing. Right. And we're like, should we get fucked up tonight? It's like, fuck it, let's do it. That's That was all it took. Fuck it, let's do it. And we decided to go down and we decided to slam some beers, you know, and I think I started drinking some Captain Coke. And that's when, you know, shit's going to get, you know, like serious with me is I start drinking my rum. And next, you know, I'm like sitting there talking to some chick. Führer's trying to hit on whoever he could hit on. (laughs) Devin's probably just sitting in the corner jerking off watching. (laughs) Um, Or hanging out with Otis, which is practically the same thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden I see Dreads take a step up, you know, up on the steps. And I'm like, Dreads is like shot just instantly. I'm like, shut up, you know, Rumples for everyone <laughs> kind of thing. That was a mistake. I can't keep up with Dreads. First of all, I, <laughs> I, I, I made that mistake right away. I was already way over my, my limit. And then right. I started trying to do that shit. Yeah, it was pretty bad the next day. I couldn't I work. Imagine, yeah, and it was—I like guess it was on Saturday night. I came in Sunday night. Dreds was like, "Dude, you need to go get a Bloody Mary. Like, you need some alcohol on you because I was dead on the prep table in the back. <laughs> 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 I was like, I couldn't—I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't. I could barely breathe. And like, Dredge was just like, "Well." You can go home if you want. I'm like, well, I need the money. He's <laughs> like, well, go get a Bloody Mary or something because, like, you're not going to feel any better. It's like, you just crash here, take a nap. I'll take care of everything, but you just need to, like, get some alcohol on you. Damn. Um, yeah, that was the last time I ever did that. <laughs> that was years ago. That was, like, first year I started working at the I remember the, uh... Once again, we're both cooks. We have cook cook stories. Yeah. We have restaurant stories,
1: experiences, and... When I worked at DB's be- the, the first time around, not when I worked... With that DB's. was
0: when it was... That was way before... Different owners. Yeah. Yep. That yep.
1: was way before. It was like... It was... Yeah. So it was before the Barthes even owned it. It was the guy before. Yeah. Uh, John, John, Timmer- John Timmerman. Whatever his last name is. Yeah. He was kind of an asshole. Uh, he still is. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you grow out of that at that point. Um,
0: He's why we shut down. John Timmerman was? Essentially,
1: really, Yeah.
0: oh damn! Oh, he didn't help us. <laughs> oh, um,
1: anyway, sorry. The so the Christmas party, this is was a Christmas party. that <laughs>
0: happened. Christmas party, the infamous
1: DB's Christmas party. People <laughs> warned me like these are the kinds of Christmas parties where like relationships are ended. Oh my god, they've never changed either. Yeah, and so like I and the, you know I'll preface this by saying like this is the kind of Christmas party where like. There was a bartender that was dating a waitress, and they got caught fucking on the back stairs twice, the same night, by the same person.
0: Nobody did anything about it? And
1: after the second time, apparently they figured it out. but <laughs> well, yeah. It's probably upstairs
0: towards the roof, too.
1: I don't know. They were just on the stairs somewhere. Like They didn't even make <laughs> I mean, it to a six landing.
0: There were stairs, so... <laughs> Pick and
1: choose. Um, right. You'd think they would have gotten somewhere, you know, a little further away, but I think they just got to like the first set and just were like Bruh. But um I was I was drinking I might have been drinking Heineken's or Rolling Rocks that night. I can't remember which. Heineken. Green green bottles, I remember that much. But so I'm drinking drinking beers and everybody's buying shots. And so like I'm having a shot with one guy, having another shot with another, having a shot with over here, a shot over there i can hold my liquor as i've said before i can hold it fairly well we started the party at like eight o'clock and it's open bar so like it's not first mistake yeah it's (laughs) in it's an open bar
0: for anyone and like we
1: filled the bottom floor of db's filled it This is the Christmas party, and yeah, so this is the Christmas party. This is all the employees Mm -hmm. who like make a make a fucking job out of
0: this. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, They
0: get paid to drink,
1: right? I at one point, uh, Chelsea and her friend Katie had come with me, um, and so they went to the bathroom, and I was left alone, and I'm leaning on the table, feeling comfortable. I'm not bothering anyone. I'm not looking at anyone. I'm not talking to anyone. I'm looking at the table and I'm fine. And then I feel someone lean on me and I turn and all I caught was teeth (coughs) before the (laughs) face latched onto me. And like I said, I, I was drunk enough that it took me a couple seconds to figure out, the person I was kissing was too tall to be the person I should have been kissing.
0: <laughs> right. Chelsea is shorter than you.
1: Yeah. Chelsea's much <laughs> shorter than me. And this person was probably an inch or two taller than me. Um, I can't really guess at that if that's right, because I was leaning on the table
0: right. when it happened. But like, you probably had jello legs anyway.
1: No, I was I mean I was able to stand up. Yeah. I just like, I was leaning cause I was feeling Okay. Um, so I, I pushed, I, and this is how it happened in my mind. And like I say, I'm fairly <laughs> drunk. Um, so I was later told that things happened a little differently, but of course I, I pushed her away. Um, the bad part I'm sure of, like, I pushed her back and said, I have a girlfriend or I have, I can't remember what I said. I have a girlfriend or I'm here with somebody like, I said, yo, I'm taken. Now she disappears after that. Now I think I know who the girl was, because I think earlier in the night when I went to get a drink, she was like dancing on the bar and took my hat. <laughs> I think I'm not your little, sure
0: your little paperboy hat from the 1920s.
1: Yeah, one of those. I I think I think it was that same girl. So which the only fucking reasonable uh, connection I can make. But so when she disappeared, I thought she just wandered off. I'm told later that. Chelsea came up and hip checked this woman off of me. <laughs> <laughs> and then proceeded to finish her drink, put it down and said, "I want to go." To which I went, "You should go." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, and this is not me like I I obviously I'm pretty shit house at that point, but as far as I can understand it, I wasn't doing it saying like you go, I want to stay here. I was like no she's upset she needs to go and they're like what about you i was like i'll be fine right like not thinking hey i should just go with i was like i'll be fine like i was making some kind of fucking sacrifice <laughs>
0: That's
1: funny. um so they leave and i become distraught over the idea that like i think my relationship is over and the the kind of fucking people i was around at that point one of the the bar manager was talking to me he was like well, what's what's wrong i was like why oh, i you know this happened, and I think Chelsea's gonna leave me. He's like, "Didn't happen." I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "I didn't see it. It didn't happen." I was like, <laughs>
0: "But it did!" Like I was, <laughs> t- I was too drunk. You just, to- you just solved every problem in the world. Oh, I didn't see it. Didn't happen. I was so <laughs>
1: drunk. I was trying to argue the point with him. That was the better part. I
0: was like, "But it did." <laughs> but it did. I swear to God, you were like that—that—that that, that uncool kid who wanted to be popular. Said they made out with the yeah uh, popular girl and like I school. was fucking
1: making it up somehow, but. <laughs> So, like, somehow I made it to the, the Christmas party winding down. Like, people clearing out.
0: I'm sitting at probably the probably 6 in the morning.
1: Oh, like, 2, 2.30, oh,
0: something yeah. like that. It always ran at 6. 6 <laughs> oh. seems to be the... As soon as you saw that there's a crack of light, that's when we knew we shouldn't be here anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, But, yeah, so, like, I'm sitting at the bar, and I'm sitting, like, leaning on the bar looking out. and A couple of people are like, Aram, you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I like, yeah, I'm fine. And like a breath later, I like lean forward. I grab the garbage can that's right near me and pull it in front of me and proceed to throw up into it.
0: Aram's motif of drinking,
1: drag garbage can close. Yep. Just drag any receptacle I can close enough that I can catch whatever I'm putting out.
0: The fact, the fact that you're able to drag it, though, so close. Like you didn't have to go out of your way to find one. Nope. It's pretty I'd, impressive. I'm
1: actually pretty aware of things like that.
0: <laughs> oh, there's a garbage can. I'm just get a little closer to that. Unconsciously, the, I'm going to move really close to that. The, the
1: so, And this is the point of the night where things blank out for me. <laughs> So, and this is all piecemeal from various people. So, it didn't happen.
0: (laughs) Right? The bartender didn't happen. So,
1: John, the owner, was going to give me a ride home. And he said, Hold on a minute, I got to check on something. And he went to go talk to a server for a moment, turned around. He's probably banging that server. I had disappeared. (laughs) Like a ninja? No one (laughs) saw where I went. And I don't know how because Ninja, I could not have, <laughs> exactly. Like I could not have been stealthy at that point because I still had to grab my coat.
0: <laughs> and like yeah. oddly enough, you're you can be stealthy, but I can't imagine you being stealthy when you're drunk.
1: Neither can I. But like they, no one saw where I went, so they searched all four floors of DBS to make sure I hadn't snuck onto a floor and just passed out.
0: Wow, well, we used to do that all the time. I Aaron Perp. I'm sure you know who Perp is. Oh, Perp, yeah. Yeah, That's exactly what he did. He would get drunk downstairs and go up into the third floor loft or Mm the fourth floor and take a nap. That's where he would sleep. Yeah. So, and
1: so this is, they searched there. I then found out that I like, there was a cab driver that I knew that had been taking me for a very regular amount of time, like places. So Perry knew me. I apparently fought through a crowd <laughs> to get to his cab.
0: <laughs>
1: Got in his cab and he took me home. I he apparently had to stop a few times because as we all know, I don't travel well when I'm drunk. Nope. Uh um, flopped like a fish. Well, I also get car sick real easy. When I'm when I'm really drunk, I get car sick real easy. Yeah. i made so he throw up in my Jeep and As am I. I almost did, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, off of one corn dog? <laughs> Uh, but so he had stopped a few times, but he got me home. I woke up the next morning at six in the morning to go to work at Chipotle. <laughs> so I woke up still drunk on top of my covers, buck naked, <laughs> with a cookie sheet on me. <laughs> My alarm went off. I turned it off. I got up. I looked to the side of me. Chelsea is like under the covers asleep. I'm confused, but at the same time, I can kind of remember what happened. So I'm like, I'm not going to wake her. So I go out. I get my clothes. I go out. All the clothes that I had worn to the party the night before are laying on the stove. (laughs) There's also (laughs) another shirt that I did not wear, (laughs) nor was it mine. I, so apparently, I'd stolen someone's Somebody
0: shirt. Somebody else's shirt. I wow. don't know how that
1: happened. Um, and it, we lived in one of the like. You remember my old apartment, yep. yeah? So I lived up there. So like, I walked to Chipotle. So because it was pretty, pretty close. It's like a five minute walk. Yeah, and, and I know I was still drunk because I was like stumbling on the sidewalk. <laughs> so and it's Valentine's Day.
0: Oh of man, all dude, Valentine's Day is a very busy day. So there's like two busy, busy days of the year at Chipotle. Halloween is the busiest. I believe it. And then you have Valentine's Day. So I get to Chipotle, and
1: so I start to sober up a little bit. The nausea hits me, <laughs> and it's like, oh Christ. I have to work grill all morning, and it's like, ugh, Whatever. I get through lunch, the nausea dissipates, and then the headache sets in. Mm. And then people from DB start showing up to get burritos, and everyone's <laughs> like, and one after the like, dude, what happened to you last night? You tell me. I don't know what happened to me last <laughs> night. Where did I go? How did I get home?
0: And people are like, Yo, you just vanished. Who what am do you mean you just vanished? <laughs> I'm not a ninja. What happened? Who am I? It's like so, Jackie Chan and and my name or whatever. Wh- wh- yeah, yeah. I yeah. I can't remember the name of that movie. I know what movie we talking Who, about. Am <laughs> <laughs> Who am I?
1: Who am I? I think that's the name. Who am I? might be. I always <laughs> think of... Uh, I had scr- that movie somewhere. Scrubs, uh, Johnny the Tackling Alzheimer's Patient. Who? Who am I? Um. But yeah, that was one of the drunkest nights I've ever had. And the funny part is, I didn't realize Perry had taken me home until a couple weeks later when I got into his cab. And he's like, oh, hey, man, are you and your girl still together? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, did you take me home? He's like, yeah. I was like, did I pay you? <laughs>
0: uh, are you and your girl still together? That's Apparently, I was still distraught when I got in his car. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably so shocked because you should not have been together. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He was like, "Yeah, it was pretty amazing how well you fought between fought through that crowd of people. You were pushing girls left and right out of the way."
0: Yeah, I, uh, man, man, God, yeah. DB parties get pretty insane. Like I worked there they for don't... like four years almost. Oh, it was yeah. pretty close to four years. And um, they I know I they don't I, fuck around. That's for sure. I missed like I went to two Christmas parties for sure. And then I think I skipped at least two of them. Um, But I... I remember... Yeah, I remember just... I remember one of the times that there were six of us still in the bar. And uh, we were there until pretty much like six or seven in the morning. And it was just us sitting there drinking beer still. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then... We had to go, obviously. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, it's just we, they, we know how to party, like as well as. Yeah. They, but then again, you're you're dealing with like, prof- when I mean professional drinkers, I mean, that's what they do. Yeah. Every fucking day they drink. They, yeah, that's their sure. job is to serve drinks and drink drinks. <laughs> they get paid to serve drinks and they get paid to drink drinks. And um, yeah, they they definitely I won. Bullshit. I remember there's a couple servers that I tried to party with them or go out one night with them, and there was like six of them. And I remember this just one part. Or Alex was her name. Okay. And there's this one girl that particularly like I kind of just followed around because she was pretty much the one that was dragging me everywhere. And mm-hmm. oh my god, I got my ass kicked so fast, so quick. We 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 were I couldn't keep up. We went bar hopping. Well, Tim, that's a young man's game. It's not you're not a young man. No, no, not not at all, especially now. But like then, I was younger than I am now, when I couldn't handle that shit. Um, they they were just taking shots of that fruity shit that uh, left and right, and I'm just like I couldn't handle it. But that's why I mm-hmm. stick to my craft beers. Right. I, I'm not a, I'm not a liquor right. person to begin yeah. with. I like my rum, my Captain Cokes. I, I like do like that. I do whiskey now. Like I'll do
1: whiskey or Jameson ginger ales and stuff like that. Like that's stuff I kind of drink. Yeah. I like my beers, my craft beers, but I usually drink beer. I'll like I say that's the other thing I drink is like Jameson Irish mules are another one I like. But that's also that's Jameson. So.
0: Well, that might have to be another uh, segment or episode that we talk about is is uh, beer. Yeah, we'll talk about sure. our food or beer or ones that we like. I mean. <laughs> We, we like to try new beers I mean oh. you got me into this I, it's the fact that I didn't know that uh, Pantown delivered so I took advantage of that 50 bucks later <laughs> It's actually like 55 bucks later yeah. but next time we'll try bad Habit.
1: that's out of Saint Joe
0: Oh do they deliver? I think so Do they deliver here I think so. Yeah, I'll twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, we we'll have to do that. So. wish well, comes worse, We can always just drive yeah. there. Oh, but that's a lot of work. I have to get out of the house and that's get in true. the car and then actually go somewhere. It's valid. I mean, this quarantine thing is kind of really brought the introvert into me. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. I left a house the other day. I'm like, what do I do? What is this? Is this real life? Right? Like, I, I could take a walk around the block and be fine. I had to go to the store And I'm (laughs) like I don't want to do this (laughs) Can somebody just Deliver this to me So I'm just bringing it out here I don't think I can do The building Right Yeah Well it is like Three o'clock in the morning Well, was like Your boys
1: gotta work In the morning too So
0: Right You gotta go to work I gotta go mow My mom's lawn Sometime tomorrow Yeah And Kaylee Is taking the kid away For a whole day Ooh going to see her mom in the bench and Vincent. It's like two and a half hours I pretty much just have to mull on. I'm done. I got the whole day to myself. So, it's fuck you. Well,
1: <laughs> that's wait. right. I don't think tomorrow's gonna be a long day for me.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess this could wrap it up then for our very first episode of BMB Banter Bros. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, I am Timothy Bennett, if I can. And I'm Aaron Banyan. And uh try to tune in next time. And. Maybe we'll be a little more interesting. (laughs) Maybe we'll be a little little bit more organized. Maybe. Maybe. No promises. Not at all. All Thanks for joining us. All right. Have a good night. Peace out.